A new perspective explores breakthrough strategies, techniques, and technologies with leading industry experts to optimize the human mind, body, and spirit. A better you enriches the community around you and progressively renews the world. We are a community dedicated to that impact. Welcome to A New Perspective. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to A New Perspective. I am very excited about today's podcast. This has been a long time in the making. Uh, we are here today with a good friend of our company and also one of our formulators that help us develop our launching product line, Dr. Thomas Maxey. Thank you so much for being here, sir. Yeah, I'm excited. Excited to start talking about things with the new and the products and naturopathic medicine and all the other good information out there. Yeah, brother, definitely. So I want to just dive straight in, man. So there's a lot of people that don't know what naturopathic medicine is as opposed to what we all, most of us grew up with, which is just our primary care physician. Um, and and I, I just dove headfirst into this, you know, a little over a year ago when we first got the idea to start building this thing out and going through this and uh, got a chance to go out to the Restore the V's conference out in the desert with you, which I definitely want to talk about. Um, but it was a new world for me. I, I really was totally not up on naturopathic medicine. So I guess to, to kind of start out, you know, if you were talking to somebody that completely didn't know anything about what a naturopathic doctor was, um, as opposed to the doctors they've grown up, how would you explain the difference about kind of what you do compared to what some, you know, what the rest of the medical world is? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think the most simple way to put it to people so they can understand what we do is just stating that we're trained in primary care medicine. So essentially, we do exactly what your family doctor would do. We're like the point of care for all your health, for like your main go-to if you're getting sick, if you got questions about your health, and we can refer out. The difference between us and other family medicine practitioners is that we have a set of principles and therapeutic orders that we work from that are based on incorporating the most natural substances substances first, doing lifestyle changes, and just kind of operating from an individualistic standpoint where we talk to the patient to get as much information about them as we can instead of just kind of seeing, oh, you have this disease, you get this. We do a more individualistic approach, so... Yeah, it's almost like um, there's that old saying, right? Like an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Exactly. And exactly. this is something that we talked a lot about kind of when, when we were first diving into this is a lot of people kind of treat their doctor like you treat like your auto mechanic. When your yep. car breaks, you'd bring it in and say, hey, this isn't working. Help me fix this. Versus, I guess, when you go to your naturopathic doctor, would, would, when do you typically want to see a patient in the life cycle? Of, of, do you want to see them when they're healthy or do you want to see yeah, them when they get know, sick? I mean, ideally, when people are healthy, that's the best time to start approaching your health care. You know, when you have a certain lifestyle and you're like, hey, I'm feeling pretty good. Maybe I should check in and see if I'm getting the right types of nutrients, if I'm doing everything right that I can for myself. Especially now, people are getting more informed about like autoimmune diseases or toxic environments that could be affecting the health so a lot of people are kind of thinking and the more like oh i should take care of my health it's health care it's not sick care so ideally we see people when they're kind of like kind of thinking about where they want to go with their health you know but we see a lot of people 20 30 years after treatment in the regular medical system where they just haven't gotten any good solutions so that's another patient population we typically see so 
you know, in, in us building all this stuff, man, I've done so, gone so far on the rabbit hole. One of my really good friends, <laughs> Scott, is a, a doctor over at UCSD, studied mm-hmm. at Columbia. This guy actually is like brilliant, man. He went to USD, got his engineering degree, then went to Columbia Medical School, and he's just absolutely brilliant. But the guy works like a hundred hour weeks, and it's like absolutely insane the workload. That, that he's under and for a lot of people man like at least for me when i've gone to the doctor it's not like a, necessarily a fun experience right like you kind of go because <laughs> something's wrong or bad and and you're, you're kind of looking more for i i read a while ago the average doctor is spending 13 minutes with his average patient and they're seeing 2300 patients a year which is typically not enough to really dive into like you know tell me about your diet and exercise routine tell me about like really how you got here and how yeah. is that different? How, how would you say the experience of somebody coming for a treatment with you is different from like a traditional, somebody that most of us are used to in the normal medicine world? Yeah, you know, it's um, naturopaths in general just take a lot longer to talk to the patient. It's really important to understand where the patient is coming from, their history, what they do in their life and all the different factors that can affect their health. So we have this list called the determinants of health. It's like, how are you sleeping? How much water are you drinking? What's your home environment like? What are your relationships like? And we take all of that into account into their healthcare. So initially, like visits are always like an hour and a half or two for an initial intake. And then after that, typically always about an hour because it takes a while to really talk to a person to understand where they're coming from with their health perspective. You know, you really got to understand what's motivating them, where they've been, what they've tried instead of just a quick 13 minute check and be like, hey, these are your lab values. We got to change this prescription. And now like my medical assistant's going to see you and get you checked out. You know, there's, there's a lot missing there from the health process. Right, for sure. So you, you touched on something actually that you just said the word naturopaths. And that's a common misconception actually in the doctor world because we, you and I were talking about this the other day. So a naturopathic doctor is a different thing than a naturopath. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's like kind of mind-blowing because most people have no idea. But can you touch on, I guess, what the distinction is, like your difference in training to be a naturopathic doctor compared to what other people go through to be a naturopath? Yeah, and this is like, this is a huge point of contention in our profession, you know, like the lingo that naturopath is just so easily set into place instead of naturopathic doctor. I just did it. The difference is naturopaths, that terminology doesn't have any federal oversight. So people can go online and get a two to six week degree in naturopathy and say that they practice naturopathic practices, health practices, and things like that. And there's a lot of misleading um, clinicians, they call themselves online, that have these certificates that didn't actually go to medical school. Naturopathic doctors, go to a four-year federally accredited medical program, there's only four of them. So it's osteopathic doctors, medical doctors, chiropractors, and naturopathic doctors. So in the federal sense of the word, we are considered a medical education program. Right. So that's, that's the main difference. We got four years, hardcore clinic, lots of studying, way too much study. Do you guys, do you guys still go through like all the hazing that, that other people in the medical community go through where you're like on hundred hour weeks and residency with a guy making you get his yeah, coffee? I, there's definitely a little bit of hazing going on, but we don't have like, they, it's, you know, it's still tough. The amount of studying we have to do is definitely a lot more compared to the people I've known in medical school. We have a lot more, uh, uh, class hours 
uh, versus clinical hours. So we don't do those like 80 hour weeks on shift, but we do do a lot of shifts. On average, we'll spend 20 to 30 hours in shifts the last couple of years of our schooling. And then we'll also go out and do these things called preceptorships. So I spent time at a hospital, uh, shadowing a doctor, different integrative clinics with acupuncturists and chiropractors. And then I actually helped start a clinic as well in my free time, just because that seemed like really good information and experience to have, you know? <laughs> yeah, most of us in college, were not starting clinics in our free time. <laughs> good deal. Um, so here's actually a one distinction, man. So I want to tell everybody a little about the conference that you run out in Idlewild. Um, mm -hmm. So guys, I went to this, I got basically, you know, you were telling me about this conference and I was a little nervous. I was, I'll be honest, I was a little apprehensive <laughs> on going to this thing just cause I'm like, all right, I'm going to go spend a few days in the desert with all these naturopathic doctors. And it was, you know, you're out there doing it now. There's an herb walk where you go out in nature and like find herbal plants that are growing out in nature and then help make them into medicine. We ended up making our own root beer, like from roots that were in the ground that we ended up making. Um, and all different types of like natural healing modalities that I had heard about, but honestly never really gave any credence to like sound healing and like some of these things that it kind of sounded woo woo to me, honestly. And then when you do it, you're like, that was so cool. Yeah. But, <laughs> so, so number one, man, like this is something I would love for you to touch on is because I think everybody who dives into being a doctor, right? You, everybody I imagine starts out with the best of intentions, right? Like you know, you don't get into it just because it's like, oh, I want to work a hundred hours a week and, and have like just sleep deprivation. Like you, you probably do that because you want to help people and you want to make a difference and be a healer and do those things. And unfortunately in the traditional medical system, I've seen so many people because of the volume of humans they're interacting with, it just kind of becomes like a cog in a wheel on a machine and everybody's a number. And they've, I, I see so many people that are just kind of out of touch with why they got into this thing to begin with. And that yeah. was different, man. When I hung out with you guys out in the desert, there were people that were in the naturopathic doctor world that were there because they love helping people. They love being a healer. They love helping people on that road to health. And it, it's, it was just a different way to approach your healing than I think I've seen anywhere else in my time getting sick or being in a doctor or whatever. Um, yeah. can you speak to number one, I guess you like, I know there's a lot there. Sorry. I'm like throwing a ton at you, but <laughs> number one, like, why are you doing this? Like what inspired you to be a naturopathic doctor and put yourself through four years? And I know it's not cheap by any means to go, to go to school for that. Um, so why at all? And, and if you can speak maybe a little bit to just the ethos around the naturopathic community on the differences that you've seen from people in both worlds. Yeah. You know, I mean, I got into it because my mom's a naturopath, honestly. So I got experimented on my whole childhood. I was always taking herbs. I was, I never ate sugar. I didn't eat gluten. It was mostly like vegetarian diet all the time. And like, I moved to the United States and I was just kind of blown away by how many pill bottles people had in their cabinets. I went to like my best friend's house and they just had a whole section of the kitchen for drugs that can like, most of them could all kill you. If like one of the kids got in there, someone swallowed a bottle, like, they're done. And that just like, that kind of blew my mind. Cause I, we'd only been to the doctor to get like vaccinations and stuff to move to the United States. But then as I grew older, you know, like kind of seeing where different people were in different industries, I did massage therapy for a while, personal training, strength training and conditioning. And I was like, 
I liked those communities. I liked the approach to health and movement, but there wasn't that like the principle of understanding of how we interact with the world and nature and our health wasn't really right in any of those. And then as I kind of decided what I wanted to do with my life, I thought about like osteopathic medicine. They kind of have like a more holistic approach or doing a physical therapy doctorate. But when it really got down to it, I asked myself who I wanted to be around professionally for the rest of my life. And it became pretty clear that it was in a naturopathic community because it just, the, the principles we learn, which are first, do no harm, two, stimulate the healing power of nature, three, identify and treat the root causes of disease, four, doctor's teacher, five, treat the whole person, and six, prevention. Those are just like really good principles that if you can treat someone with those principles and you can embody those principles in yourself, you can really make a difference not only in health and the whole healthcare system, but it also to me is a way that you can change different systems of the world when you start looking at things in that way without doing any harm, looking at the whole picture and really taking it in and trying to figure out where to start from first and what's yeah. going to be most effective. That's beautiful, man. That is so good. I want to write those down. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, that's killer. So, and, and I know like, just like in, in everything in medicine, right? There's people that specialize, right? So you have in the traditional medicine world, you have a pediatric doctor or a podiatrist or whatever. Is it the same in the naturopathic doctor world? Do you have people that specialize in areas of medicine or is everybody just kind of doing nature stuff? <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's another point of contention in our profession right now too, is that there's so many people that get interested in different things. Some people I know are combining their experience as professional chefs for 20 years with medicine to cook for clients, make specific meals. Others go in and just do like homeopathy, which is different than a homeopath because they're doing it from a medical pers perspective versus just like a homeopathic training regimen. That's which also, is also confusing. <laughs> and then, you know, we have, we do have professional organizations like the, we have the psychiatric association, we have the oncology association, pediatrics, and we also have the gastroenterology. So those are like some of the bigger organizations we have and a lot of people subspecialize and they even specialize in functional medicine as well. So there's some crossover there between the functional medicine world and naturopathic medicine as well. And I know you kind of had a question on that as well. Yeah. So like a functional medicine, I guess to me, what I guess what I think of a functional medicine doctor would be like either a chiropractor or a physical therapist or somebody like that. Is that kind of what you're referring to? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it, a lot of chiropractors try to do the integrative functional medicine stuff. A lot of MDs are doing it too, but it's pretty much they're taking their standard medical training and then they're trying to learn the new systems of how to utilize labs at functional ranges and do more of a holistic approach to health and prescribe supplements first. So it's kind of like green allopathic care, allopathic being a Western medicine. And a lot of people in our profession kind of tend to that way where it's like, oh, you have this lab value. We're going to give you the supplement at this standardized dosage because we know what that means. And that's a lot where the functional medicine is versus there's some naturopaths going back to the specialization question. They just do like the full natural route where it's like, no, we're going to give you these herbs. We're going to normalize your systems. We're going to change what you're doing in your life and what your habits are. And they really try to do that, which in my understanding is a lot more functional than just giving a supplement at a standardized dosing to a person who might absorb it completely differently than the people that they studied 
that supplement on. Well, yeah, and I think looking at the body as a whole thing, like a whole ecosystem, mm -hmm. and rather than just because you know, you, it's easy in the traditional allopathic world to say, okay, you have this symptom, the pill that corresponds with this symptom is this pill at this dosage. Mm -hmm. But also, like, you, who knows, man? Like, like, you know, we're obviously coming out with this, uh, you yeah. know, products that are designed for the day and night. But if you're drinking a Coca-Cola right before bed and washing down our, our night product <laughs> with a Coke, it's probably yeah. not going to work very good on you, right? Yeah. And so exactly. the reality of it is, is you, it, it, you know, there's a long, there's a part of the conversation that obviously has to happen where it's your diet, it's your exercise, it's your lifestyle yeah. choices. It's so many things that go to even making herbal medicine work well. And I want to dive into that actually with you, too. So... Yeah, but actually, good. before I get into formula, because there's so much <laughs> yeah. to unpack in how we made this formula, but I, 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 one question I do have is, how does it work with insurance, right? Like, if I get sick traditionally with a normal doctor, I have a copay, I pay my copay, and then most of the time insurance picks up the tab with a lot of stuff. So, two questions on this: one, how does that work? D does insurance help out at all with you guys? And two, who's your ideal client? I guess if, if insurance is or isn't picking up the bill, is it just like really rich people that can afford you, or how does that work? Yeah. Yeah, so unfortunately, we can only take Medicaid insurance in Oregon and Vermont currently. Um, mm -hmm. Naturopaths are also getting folded into the VA medical system as well, so they'll be able to treat veterans pretty soon. That's great. In the medical system as well, which is really exciting for us. Um, but, you know, I mean, ideally, if you ask most of the people in this profession, they're going to be in the more ritzy, upscale areas where they can make a living doing these medical services because we can't charge insurance and we took out the same amount of money that regular medical doctor students do it all costs the same so we're kind of at a disadvantage where we have to either build up individual businesses we have to really go get clientele and put out a good message and show that we do good medicine to make people justify be like yeah i'll spend four hundred dollars for an hour and a half with this doctor you know like that's that's a pretty bill for someone a uh, pretty penny so, I mean, ideally, we'd be able to treat everyone because the people that need it the most are the underserved populations and food deserts that don't know what, like, a fresh food is or a whole foods plate looks like and don't have the internet access to look it up or the language to understand what they've been told, you know, so. Just the education, that's actually, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's actually why I started the, the retreats was to get people out there to build some community around like the natural healing systems and like being able to like, you, I, I saw you guys walking when you're making those herbal root teas, the root beers, you guys only made it like two minutes away from where you'd started. And it took you like an hour just to talk about all the stuff, but you only walked for a total of two minutes before you came back because there's so much medicine just sitting all around us in the natural world, you know, and we just don't have that connection. So it's really trying to educate people on that, which well, is what we're doing here too. Yeah, exactly, man. And that's, and that's exactly, that's a good segue into how we built these products. You said something just a little bit ago, I was talking about how nature should be the first approach, right? When you're making medicine, when you're doing an intervention, you should go for the most natural intervention first before you ratchet it up to the more aggressive or clinical or pharmaceutical approaches to it. Um, mm -hmm. And so most people don't realize, right? Almost all pharmaceutical medicine actually is derived from plants to begin with in general. Yeah, right? like the majority of all medicine has been derived from plants historically, still is. Over 50% of all new chemo drugs coming out are derived from plants. So mm -hmm. they take them out, they synthesize them, and now they're coming around to seeing that, oh, when we take four chemo drugs, 
and put them together, it actually works a lot better. But if they just use those plants the way that they were made, they'd be getting that effect already where they have all the different aspects of like the targeted effects that comes in the plant. So there's, there's like, they're becoming so advanced in their medicine making and combination that it's like kind of turning around to being like, oh, the whole plant extract or the whole treatment approach is actually so much more effective versus like, we're just going to hit you hard with this one chemo drug for six weeks. Right. And we might have to switch. Yeah. And this one molecule that's shown to have benefit in this clinical study. And that's the thing with clinical studies. I'm I'm a firm believer in the scientific method, right? Which is the scientific method is we make a hypothesis, we test this hypothesis. And and the way that medical studies are done now is you have, you know, a, a control group, and you have a test group, right? And you're going to have a double-blind, placebo-controlled, mm-hmm. randomized thing, so there's no bias in it. And yep. you're, you know, you're giving a placebo to one group who's getting no, no in- intervention, and then you're giving the actual medicine, and you're testing at intervals. How is this working? Is the hypothesis that we've formed, is it working towards that or not? But unfortunately, in today's world, too, you have to question who's funding the study and, you know, like what exactly is getting done here. And so, you know, there's so much to the big picture of all this stuff. But in formulating our products, and I want to dive into just how we made this stuff, because that's what we did, right? We started with a, a desire to make products to sit, fit a certain function. And I want, to, I want to touch on this, you know, basically a day and a night. And for me, at least, I think, you know, when I came to you, it was kind of like, hey, Tom, I want to make a day product that does this. And those, mm-hmm. those things are, I want to have more energy during the day. I want to have more focus where I can tune in to what I want to do and lock in and have the focus and energy to do it. I'd like to have a little bit of a mood boost where I, I'm happy and excited to be doing what I'm doing. And I don't want that crash, right? I don't want to crash down and, and have all that stuff. So... And, and then also stress relief, man. You know, the, it's, a, it's a tall – if we can add some stress relief into just the busyness of the day, then that's kind of what we've been after. So number one, I guess, you know, if you want to speak to just today's modern world, man, we're, we're living in a crazy time where, I mean, we have more things pinging and buzzing and, you know, just mm-hmm. grabbing our attention all the time. Uh, I had a buddy of mine get mad at me last week because he sent me a message on uh, WhatsApp or, or uh, Telegram. And he's yeah. like, dude, you never responded. I'm like, I, dude, if you text me, I will respond. But I, can't, <laughs> I cannot be responsible for managing Facebook Messenger, all these different apps. You send me an email. Like, there's just too many portals now. It gets lost, yeah. Yeah, and so, so in today's modern world, right, being able to have something that you can take that helps you reduce the stress – reduce those cortisol levels, boost the focus and energy, and give you a little bit of a mood lift. That's kind of what we've been after from the beginning here. And uh, yeah, I guess in your doctor opinion, you know, how do you see, how do you see this, I guess, functioning inside of the world or from your clients that you see, you, you see yeah. that this is something that's needed a lot? You know, I mean, uh, you kind of touched on there's so many different platforms and it's kind of like we've gone to this point where human beings are almost like a secondary processing system for a technology. So like we have all these tabs open in our mind where it's like, oh, I got the Telegram tab. I got the Instagram tab. I got that call tab I need to make. I missed that call. And that's all very stressful for us. And we're all getting less sleep. We're staring at more screens throughout the day. And overall, like, social media use is increasing and depression has been increasing a lot side by side with that. If you look at the statistics, I actually wrote a 
a paper on it earlier this year, but there's just a lot of overwhelm and a lot of fatigue of brain fog out there is what you hear a lot from patients who come in and also like the chronic back to the chronic fatigue. Like everyone's like just tired all the time and people don't get it. And it's because we're getting bombarded just by tasks and projects and social media and getting pinged all day. Like it's very stressful, even though it doesn't like really register as stress in our mind. So, you know, it's funny. When we, I, yep. I, I, I like the way you say that, like just multiple tabs open. Because even when I'm on the yeah. computer, I'm like, open up new tab, new tab, new tab. Yeah, and I'm staring at a bunch right there's now. There's like 20 <laughs> tabs open and that we do that in life for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, man. I think like there's, there's obviously huge rising or huge rates that are rising of like ADD, ADHD. Mm-hmm. And we're mm-hmm. seeing it happen a lot with young kids because they get on a screen so early in life now. And there's constant just data that's constantly mm-hmm. streaming into your head and it's fast paced. It's, it's constantly changing and from a li- being a little kid, I mean, it's, we're just getting farther and farther and farther away from our ancestral roots of how our species okay. has lived for millennia. Mm-hmm. And the farther that we get away from our evolutionary history and how we've existed for so long on this planet, we're just in uncharted water here. And so you're seeing like the rise of smart drugs has gotten crazy. I wrote down a couple of things here. So 14% of the Western world took a smart drug last year which is basically like North America and Europe. Yep. And it's, it's getting actually pretty wild. The U.S. is actually the biggest user of smart drugs at 30% of our country mm-hmm. took a smart drug. Uh, most of them are going the pharmaceutical route, like Adderall or Modafinil or, or things like that. Yeah. And the fastest growing markets uh, was actually France and England. France last year had only, I'm sorry, in 2015 was at 3% and exploded to, in 2017, 16%, which is massive. The UK in that same time, 2015, was at 5% of the market. Now they're at 23% of the market. Mm -hmm. Um, So still not as big as as North America here, but what is going on, man? Why are these people tuning into these pharmaceutical drugs of Adderall or trying to fight ADD, or why do you think people are just having the hardest time focusing now and locking in on what they need to do? Yeah, I mean, it, it goes back to that tab metaphor, you know, our nervous system has just become so overwhelmed and our like our daily rhythms are really off. Our nervous system is on like haywire control status where everything's just super tense. There's just a bunch of stuff going on and firing through and taking these drugs like Adderall will just like increase the activity but it'll make you freaking focused and like go whereas other like nootropic drugs natural supplements will kind of like help clear out that mental activity and chatter that's going on but it's really like finding that peace and flow state that no one is really tapping into anymore with all these tabs open because you're constantly just jumping from one thing to the next and you're getting bombarded by another advertisement or you're getting a text or i'm getting a hit up on whatsapp and then on skype the next moment and it's just hard for our brain to find a natural rhythm to that. It's mostly like we're kind of pulling and plugging from a huge board and just like, oop, plug it out there, plug it in there, pick one out there, plug it in over here. So our nervous system is just kind of like on haywire. And we're also not <clears throat> getting as deep of rest as we used to. You know, on average, sleep has been declining almost every year. Um, and now the average American is getting 
uh, I think it's seven or less hours of sleep a night, you know, and it's, it varies between person to person and their lifestyle, but we're definitely getting less sleep and our nervous system is a lot more active. So sure. I think that's why people are reaching. For so I've, drugs. I've used Adderall and my wife got prescribed it a long time ago and the doctor originally prescribed her something insane. I, I want to say it was over 50 milligrams a day. I think it was yeah. 80. Yeah. Which most people start at right. five, which is nuts. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she, I mean, the mood swings that she would get coming off of it. And I experienced the same thing. I, I tried it just because I think in college, everybody you know, was just passing it around like Pez. Yeah. Got to pass the test. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and so, you know, it was something that was just always around. And it's like, oh man, if I got a ton of work, I'm just going to pop an Adderall. But you pay the consequences for it, man. Like coming off of that thing the next day, I am just like an idiot. Like I can't form, I'm like sitting there, I can't read, I like read a paragraph and I'm like, what the heck did I just read? I gotta go back and read it again. Like my brain is moving so slow and it's almost like strapping your brain to like a treadmill and just cranking that thing up to like 20. And then you're just kind of like, okay, like my brain is just running on a mile a minute. But then afterwards, your brain comes out of it just like, what on earth just happened versus going the natural route where you're using herbs and using vitamins and using good things that you can add to aid your, your brain in its natural processes rather than putting an amphetamine in it where it's just like hijacking it, and like forcing it to go to, the, go to task. Um, have you noticed anything? I guess you're the doctor as far as just like using that pharmaceutical side of the biz, what you've noticed people coming off of it or, or what's going on in that world? Yeah. I mean, it's just like our nervous system and our brain is one of the most complex and intricate structures in the world. It is like a massive, beautiful network of really complex pathways and little spaces of neurons where these chemical messengers are getting sent out. So when we take things like Adderall, it just like ramps that up and squeezes everything we've got out of our brain. So it's really pumping like our norepinephrine and dopamine and epinephrine. And it's really driving all these firing signals over and over. So when you get off of it, your brain's just depleted and it doesn't have anything to make up for that extra flow that it was experiencing. So instead of like, squeezing all the juice we got out of our brains we can easily feed our brains and our nervous system and all of our tissues to enhance those systems that are already in place versus just like over cranking it you know and that's like an article recently i read it talks about how uh, drinking is a leading driver of anxiety because you release all this gaba when you drink alcohol and that's what makes you sleepy and relaxed if you have a couple beers you feel good but that means the next day you have less GABA in your system, which means you have more anxiety. So the more you drink, the more anxious you'll be if you stop drinking, which you'll kind of see in people who drink a lot, they get anxious if they're not drinking. Like, right. crap, totally. beer, man, what the heck? Yeah, yeah, totally. So that's what we really tried to do with this product, you know, it was how do we feed our systems to help us get to a place where we can live in a more balanced way. Cause it's hard to do when you're out of balance. It's like, dude, I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to meditate. I'm not going to like chill out and just like Zen out and maybe read a book. Like I'm, I'm thinking about other stuff, what I can do, like I'm in my patterns. So that's what we really wanted to accomplish with this is like, how do we give people the tools to start implementing things in their life that are nourishing to themselves sure. in these cycles? processes. I also think just today's modern lifestyle, man, like 
the gr- I mean, the people are having to grind a little harder than I think in years yeah. past, and the competition yeah. is more fierce on the job to be a high performer. I mean, just looking at like college debt, right? Like my wife, mm-hmm. my wife's a lawyer. She went and got her her doctorate, you know, in in law, and she's in a quarter million dollar student loan debt, and which means I'm in a quarter million dollar student. Loan debt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I didn't even I got roped into this. But the reality of it is, is that's new, man. Like it, college didn't cost that much in my dad's generation, certainly yeah. way less in his dad's generation. But this is a new thing where people are having to like have one nostril above the waterline and compete at the level that they are. And I think that's why the people are using these smart drugs and trying to like have the edge at, at work or whatever. But it's also the rise of anxiety has exploded. I mean, yeah. one in it's, it's actually the most common disorder, most common mental disorder in America today. The second most prescribed drug behind antibiotics is antidepressants. Yeah. And it's one in five, 40 million Americans are, are above the age of 18 have an anxiety disorder, which is huge. It wasn't even like a thing when I was a kid. Nobody even talked yeah. about it. Yeah. So I was like, you got anxiety? That's weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't even know. I was like, what is that? I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what that is. And now it's like, yeah. everybody's like, oh, I have angst. I have, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Which I don't know. It's like it's just this is, but it's it's growing like crazy, and yeah. taking Adderall and doing these things is certainly not going to help the situation. Yeah. Um, I, maybe I shouldn't make medical claims like that. I mean, I, the reality of it is, is it didn't do that for me. It made it yeah. made my come down and my brain fog, and it, it, you end up kind of getting on this treadmill that's hard to get off because it's like, man, oh, my brain sucks. I need more Adderall. And yeah, so, I need more Adderall. Yeah. It's not working. <laughs> so and and it's. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've seen so many people with mood swings, almost like bipolar, like mood swings coming off of it, and are just like all over the place. So, 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 yeah. And that's that's really what we've been looking to do in developing these products is help somebody reduce the stress and anxiety, mm-hmm. add focus and energy. Um, and so, let's let's start with kind of how we did this. I know. So, just to kind of walk everybody who's listening on on how this idea came about and really, you know, where it started. It started with CBD, right? You know, yes. the, obviously everybody's kind of heard of the explosion of CBD and, and how obviously it's, it's everywhere now. You, it's every street corner. It's all across the board. And, the, and the reason – and their mom. Yeah, <laughs> and their mom. And, and, and the reason why is because it works, right? It's like yeah. one of those things that it genuinely works and it works for so many different things. Right. And mm-hmm. helps helps, you know, with so many different systems in the body and helps with so many different areas that it's really fascinating. And so when we started looking at, man, we can help people with some products. I personally started doing some some digging into it and found a little bit of CBD is good for kind of taking the edge off and reducing kind of that anxiety. And a lot of CBD is good, like before bed, help kind of like to bring you back into like a relaxed state. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of where it started. Our, our day product has 15 milligrams of CBD in a serving that is micronized and so it's, it's able to, to you know help you kind of just reduce that stress and anxiety but then what we wanted to do was start ratcheting up the effects of focus right so it's hard to focus when you have anxiety but when yeah. you can reduce the anxiety now you can ratchet up the focus and that's where we started on our day product with the other ingredients so I don't know if you want to speak to that at all or we can dive into the rest of the ingredients we started adding but yeah I mean it's you know hemp and CBD is just such a huge explosion right now. And it is like, oh, it treats everything, right? Like, what, how does it treat everything? Like, that's amazing. And it's just, it's just such an amazing compound. It's like one of the 
the best adaptogens in the world. And that's still getting like some terminology issues around it where people haven't really adopted or identified it as that. But if you look at the way that it binds our cannabinoid receptors in our system, it really, really is a true adaptogen where it shuts off like all the excess signals, all the excess inflammatory pathways, all the chemical messengers that are creating more inflammation and are creating this like hectic haywire environment that we feel when we're on Adderall, you know, it's that overcrank. And it kind of shuts that off and allows the body to come back to a place of more homeostasis where only like the necessary signals and pathways are firing. We're not having all this extra stuff. We're not getting all these inflammatory signals going through. So it's how does it treat everything? It's like, well, it regulates your whole nervous system pretty much. And it allows it to opti- like operate properly. So starting from there, it makes it a lot easier to get herbs to do what they need to do and you can do it in a more targeted fashion as well, just from starting with that kind of perspective. Yeah, learning about adaptogens was fascinating to me, just on how mm-hmm. they interact with your body to basically go where they need to go. Adaptogens are kind of cool where, unlike a lot of other things, right, where it's targeting something, adaptogen, depending on what you need in your body, the adaptogen mm-hmm. is gonna go, you know, if, if, you're, if you're low on something, it might help bring mm-hmm. you up. If somebody's high on something, it might bring them down which is so yeah. cool on just how adaptogens work. And then we, we actually added a bunch of other adaptogens. With, yeah. <laughs> with Tons. The, yeah, right, which is yeah. cool. I mean, that, what you said right there is actually pretty interesting because it happens a lot with uh, rhodiola. Uh, anyone listening might have taken rhodiola before and they might've felt calm and some people might've felt energized from it. And that's because the adaptogen is kind of giving your body what it needs and it's regulating those different pathways. So it might be like, just shutting off the signal that's been bogging down your energy. And then it's like, oh, got the energy up. Or you've been really high strung and nervous and the adaptogen comes in and calms those signals down. And then it's like, oh, I feel relaxed now. And that's like herbal medicine affects a lot of people differently. You know, like you said, if you're chugging the Coke before popping the night pills, you're not going to sleep that well. You probably won't absorb it that well either. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. It's funny on rhodiola. I'm looking at. I made some notes here just on on developing and rhodiola is a, a big adaptogen that's in our product, and yeah. the clinical studies, right? Just for anybody who's who's really curious or interested in taking their their body and their health and their focus to the next level, right? CBD, you know, full spectrum hemp extract, really is what we're we're, we're using is such an amazing adaptogen to kind of help reduce the anxiety, kind of help calm the things that need to get calm, go where it needs to go. But the clinical studies on rhodiola are pretty amazing. Just to, to show you some of these things, oh, yeah. um, they did a, a, a clinical study where they tested 170 milligrams of rhodiola, rhodiola, rhodiola versus a placebo for two weeks and found that mental fatigue improved and performance-related work tasks work tasks improved by 20% compared to the placebo. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tested it on the military at 370 and 555 milligrams and found that it improved the cadet's capacity for mental work compared to the placebos. Um, just really amazing. Improved their sleep patterns, actually, which is, goes to what you were saying about helping people relax. They had an 8% increase in their sleep um, in this same study over 20 days. Pretty amazing, actually, just in, yeah. in how it's worked. 20 days. <laughs> 20 20 days. days. Yeah. I mean, that's a, I've, I looked up some other uh, clinical studies as well, and they're like, it has 
they all do these amazing things. Like it has a direct anti-inflammatory effect on this uh, protein called the C-reactive protein, which is a marker we use to determine levels of inflammation in people's body. It, uh, it helps facilitate learning and memory in uh, complicated tasks. And like, there's just, there's, there's untapped potential, you know, and even just this, the clinical studies and the science behind all these herbs is gonna get stronger and stronger as we develop the biological science to kind of look at whole plants and whole compounds versus in the past, we could only realistically study one compound at a time to really determine what it's doing. But now we're getting more advanced systems so we can kind of see how all the compounds are interacting together, what their metabolites are and how that whole plant is affecting our health. Yeah. So. Yeah, man, it was, it's been really fun to in making this with you. It was really important that we try to keep this down to two capsules that we wanted to give mm -hmm. to somebody just because, you know, there's some people that don't like taking capsules. I personally don't mind at all. But, <laughs> you know, you don't want I don't want to take, I guess, like a hundred different capsules for a million different <laughs> things. And so in really, we had two goals, right, is, is really to, number one, give some, give, give people something that works. You want them to, yep. to actually experience the results, really feel it. And so in order to accomplish that, we looked at the clinical trials and we said we want to hit a dosage that is showing in these clinical trials to produce a result. So we don't have to mm -hmm. go off of my opinion or somebody else's opinion. This is what the, yep. the literature is saying. Um, so in order to accomplish putting all of the things that we have into these two capsules, we've had to use a lot of extracts, right? And, and mm -hmm. these are concentrated extracts. Will it take a lot of the plant material and then reduce it through steam or using an ethanol or whatever they do to, to go out there and you know, bring this ex extract into a concentrated form? Um, for anybody that, that doesn't know, I, you know this, there's some phenomenal, phenomenal extracts that <coughs> if you can speak to it, just on being able to get more bang for your buck out of an extract um, versus you know, I guess how much you have to do, I guess, if it's on the other side. And I guess that's the, the argument with pharmaceutical, right? Is like when the pharmaceutical yeah. industry ratchets up one molecule, <laughs> you know, like CBD, for example, and it doesn't have the other cannabinoids present, it's not as effective, right, as, as the whole plant full spectrum. However, if you weren't taking, if you just were going to try to get the same benefit in the dry plant material, it would take you so much plant material versus yeah. a concentrated <laughs> extract. So can you speak to extracts and I guess maybe just how they work and, and um, their efficacy, I guess? Yeah, I mean, the, the way we're using extracts, they're all whole plant standardized extracts. So they're concentrated. Some of them are like a four to one extracts. So that means it's four times as concentrated as it was in this whole plant form. Or we even have 20 to one where it really super concentrated the compounds of that plant. So you might be missing out on some of the things like the minerals and the resins and the oils, but that stuff's kind of impossible to keep around when you're doing a whole plant extract and making it um, easy to take in a dose that's comfortable for people. But you're still getting a lot of the other like flavonoids, you're getting the other alkaloids and saponins and things like that, which all help increase the bioavailability in our bodies. So they did a couple studies with St. John's wort and this uh, plant called Kellen. And compared to isolated compounds of both of those, the bioavailability and how long it stuck around in our body was much higher for the whole plants because they determined that like, oh, all these other enzymes and minerals and vitamins in the plant are helping us absorb it in the right way. And it's also providing some of the nutrients necessary to metabolize it and utilize it as well. So that's why we're doing the whole plant extracts 
and we concentrated them just so people can get a therapeutic clinically proven dosage in two capsules. Yeah, definitely. A tough, it, tough task. Yeah, <laughs> man, but we did it. It's, been, uh, it is, it's only taken a year. <laughs> so yeah, man, I'm, uh, well, let's dive into the next ingredient. So a very common ingredient in a lot of the nootropic world is Bacopa, Bacopa Maniri. And this is something I know you and I were excited about when we were looking into it. Uh, do you want to speak to Bacopa a little bit on just kind of where it comes from, what it does? Yeah, you know, it's a traditionally used Ayurvedic herb. It's been around for thousands of years in the Materia Medicas that um, were developed in India back in the day in the Middle East. But it's just, it's a great adaptogenic herb overall, and it has a lot of beneficial qualities, but it just has these really amazing effects for our neurological health and overall mental well-being and emotional status as well. So it targets a lot of different things. The, the main uses that it typically has are anxiety, epilepsy, and IBS, but it's been like directly shown to increase memory and intelligence, memory recall. And it does that through a few different things. So it prevents acetylcholine uh, esterase. So that's an enzyme that breaks down our main neurotransmitter. So it allows acetylcholine to stick around a little bit longer and helps our brain fire and retain information and hit those like information pathways that are ingrained in our brain. So it allows information to set in better and allows us to recall the information better as well. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm looking at a couple of the clinical studies here. It, it's showing in, in mice to increase spatial learning and retain information. And it, it also increased their dendritic length and branching. Yeah, yeah so the, the dendritic cells, those are like our main neurons. So it has dendrites that come off all around the neuron body. And there's one main neuron. So that's the big one that kind of goes to the next cell to communicate. But the dendrites take in information from all the cells around it. So if those increase in length and go out, it can pick up a lot more information. It can pick it up more efficiently as well. That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some, there's some really cool. I can't wait to get to Lions Mane because there's some crazy shit going on with these. <laughs> yeah, man, I know it's one of my favorites too. So, and and a big one is ADHD, man. So yeah. ADHD yeah. and ADD um, is is massively on the rise, and there's not a cure for it, right? There's there's no cure for any of these things, and but I, I, you know, at least from a from an allopathic perspective here. Um, mm -hmm. but some of the results that people are seeing with Bacopa in, in ADHD is huge. So it, it helps 85% of the people in this study I'm looking at with 225 milligrams, uh, using it for six months. That's the mm -hmm. other thing I want people to, to know if you can speak to, like a lot of times we're used to, like, I take a pharmaceutical pill and it goes away yeah. immediately. Yeah, I have a headache, I, I take a Tylenol. And if it doesn't go away within three hours, I'm taking more <laughs> Tylenol, right? Yeah. Like. And, yeah. and that's not really what you're looking for inside of an herb, right? You're looking for uh, an extended, you know, this you're seeing after 20 days, after three months, after six months, yeah. the increased benefit. Can you speak a little bit to, I guess, just how these things work over time? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the herbs do have compounding effects. And what they're doing is changing a lot of baseline physiological status and the health of our neurons. So there's no pill that's going to, that you're going to be able to take that's going to help your dendrites lengthen or re like vascularize part of your brain or your scar tissue like there's not a drug that will do that right away the only way to do it is long-term 
go low, go slow with herbs as well. So it, it takes time for our body to change, but it will change. And on average, we usually tell patients to like give a treatment three months, like really stick to it. And you will see meaningful, lasting and effective change. You know, it's not, it's never going to happen overnight. And that's what these, you'll feel them right away. The herbs that we put in here, they have, they're very potent, they're stimulating, but you'll realize over time, like in those 20 days, it's like, oh, wow, I've been sleeping better than I ever have. You know what? It's like, oh yeah, I've been taking this for 20 days now. So that's kind of the gist of it. Like it, it takes time for our body to reshuffle our, our cells and like renew our different tissues, get new blood cells flow and get new things made. You know, it, it's, we have a very complex system that takes a little bit of time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, and, and just to talk about how we formulated ours, I know we're using a concentrated extract so that we can hit that clinical dosage that's shown mm -hmm. to help, you know, grow those dendrites and, and help increase memory and focus and learning. Um, and in fact, we're towards a higher end on the, uh, on the clinical, you know, yep. studies there, which is pretty cool. Um, what do you think about people maybe starting with one capsule in the morning if they're sensitive or they're small or something like that and they're not a very big person? Um, and then maybe doing another capsule of the day because it's a two capsule serving maybe yeah. in the afternoon when they start to like to hit that midday crash. Do you think that might be a good idea or just try out or if you're not? Yeah, you know, I typically recommend that with most people and especially with hemp as well. You know, there's a lot of people that will take CBD and they'll feel high the first time they take it. And they'll message me and they'll be like, hey, what, what's in this product? Is there any THC? Why do I feel this way? And it's because it's resetting their whole nervous system and they've never had cannabinoids or these herbs bind different parts of their body the way that it's being bound so it can induce a high type of feeling and it can be overstimulating depending on where your body is at depending on how you're absorbing it and what other medication you take so I would always recommend starting low and slow and you take that one and if you don't feel anything take the second one some people might not feel anything but they'll notice a change over time too so that's that's what's tough about herbal medicine it's like oh dude I didn't feel anything when I took it but in 20 days, you'll probably still be sleeping and feeling a lot better, even though you're not feeling anything in the moment, just because of the way you're absorbing it and different environmental factors you've been exposed to, where your stress level is at. So one capsule is a really good test to be like, oof, that was potent. Like I got to train my body up a little bit. If you feel fine and you take a second one that day or you take two the next day, you split them up you can kind of figure out where you need to be. But I always tell people, you know, your body best, your body knows itself even better. So you just kind of got to like, listen to it before you take your first pill, check in, see where you're feeling, what you're feeling, where you've been. And then half an hour later, hour later, you check in again. It's like, Oh, I feel a little bit more relaxed, but focused for some reason. And you kind of like see where you're at in that. So I always recommend listening to your own body. Yeah, man, definitely. That's something we're not really taught a lot, I think. In, in no, <laughs> trust your body, man. Yeah, you you can feel if something is working healthy and all that good stuff. So um, that's awesome. And, and I do want to touch on too, man. One of the, the big things is our proprietary manufacturing process of micronization. Um, mm -hmm. Such a really cool thing that's very, I think, unique for the herbal medicine world. Uh, yep. Being able to bring this kind of, tr what's traditionally done in the pharmaceutical world, right? To ratchet up the bioavailability of an herb to get your body to absorb more of it. 
we're able to take some of the best technology of the Western medicine world and kind yeah. of bring it to this old Eastern medicine type uh, of, of healing modality, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But we reduce that particle size down to the micro level. And for people that don't know what yeah. that is, so you have, a, you know, let's say like a meter, right, which is I always know what a meter is. And then you have a millimeter, which is a thousandth of a meter. And then you have a micrometer, which is a thousandth of a millimeter. Yep. <laughs> and so, you know, and our particles are down to that small, uh, which really helps your body absorb so much more of it and, and, and does some other really cool things like reduces the side effects. It extends the half-life so it lasts longer in the mm-hmm. body, um, mm-hmm. which is really, really cool. But we've done that with the Pacopa, and it's, it should be something that people really notice and really get to feel. Which is yeah. Cool. yeah, I'm really excited to hear the feedback from yeah. people. It's well, let's jump over to L-tyrosine, man. I, uh, yeah. This is another ingredient that I know uh, was part of your doing, and I'm really excited about getting to put some of this in here. Just uh, you know, if you want to speak a little bit to L-tyrosine. Yeah, so tyrosine is a naturally occurring amino acid. It is one of the main building blocks for proteins in our body. So it is just super important for most health cycles that are happening in our body, but it, it can be like specifically used to increase memory and cognition. So it is a precursor to the synthesis of dopamine and epinephrine and norepinephrine. And those play a huge role in our energy throughout the day, our cortisol levels, our regulation of our body and overall moods. So as we go back to talking about anxiety and depression and how that's affecting our health and how big that's exploding, it's a lot of people missing out the baseline pieces of nutrition like L-tyrosine, which is naturally occurring. So when we take tyrosine, especially at the mechanized level and we're getting a bunch of it, it's going to help us produce dopamine. It's going to help bring down our levels of depression. And it actually uh, increases, oh shoot, what was I looking at? Precursors. The big big things I see, man, is just like cognitive performance. A lot of like switching between tasks. I'm a horrible multitasker most of the time, but a lot of the clinical studies that I saw, they they did a a study with women that were able to switch between tasks much faster on tyrosine. Um, A lot of just the cognitive improvement, being able to do things faster. Um, Yes. Specifically, it talks a lot about cognition and stressful environments, which is where we're at right now, is that you can think better in high-stress environments when you're taking L-tyrosine, according to the, the science that's available on it right now, which mm-hmm. is really exciting because that's where we're living in is the high-stress environments. Yeah, and we have micronized 150 milligrams of L-tyrosine in each serving, which mm-hmm. is uh, – that's the clinically effective of dose that's, that's working here. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to see how that, that plays. Um, let's dive into lines, man. That's the one we're looking for. Uh, so, so I'll tell you, man, mushrooms is something that I think is just starting to kind of hit the scene, at least in my world. I'm sure in your guys' world, in the naturopathic doctor world, it's probably been on the scene for much, much longer. And, but I, I first got into mushrooms, I think, from Paul Stamets' podcast uh, mm-hmm. with Joe yeah. Rogan. And yeah. like a lot of people that have gotten into it. And, and then now I've done a podcast with this dude, Jeff Chilton, who's just an amazing, yeah. amazing guy. I know you've talked to him a little bit. Yeah, I just saw him recently. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, at the, I invited him to our national conference and uh, he was there with his booth. No way. Cool. Very yeah. cool. Also, <laughs> um, that's really cool that you guys are hanging. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, 
mushrooms is a huge world, right? It's one of the kingdoms of life on earth, right? You have plants, animals, fungus, right? It's like it's its own thing. That's that's its own kingdom on the planet. And, you know, a a lot of us stayed away from mushrooms, at least for me growing up, because I was always told, like, oh, those are poisonous. They're going to kill you. And there's a lot of uh, mushrooms that are poisonous and will kill you. But there's a lot of (laughs) mushrooms that do amazing, amazing things in the body. And lion's mane is one of those mushrooms. Do you want to talk a little bit about just kind of what this thing's doing? Yeah. I mean, fungi, fungi, as uh, people are very specific on being pronounced now, especially in the fungal world as it explodes. It is, there's just so much out there and the healing potential of them is crazy, but lion's mane is definitely one of the coolest ones out there in my opinion. You know, it is, it's shown to reduce uh, neuronal loss in the brain. It prevents like cell death in our neurons due to oxidative stress and just toxins in general. It helps like reverse Parkinson's disease in animal models. It helps with Alzheimer's. And it's actually, they're showing that one of the compounds, hericinone E, and a few other ones, they actually directly stimulate nervous growth factor. So NGF, um, and it actually helps regrow our neurons. So they always say that you can't, like once you lose your neurons, they're dead, but you can stimulate the release of NGF and help regrow some of those neurons or get those dendrites grown again, you know? So it's one of the craziest things out there. And actually it passes through our blood brain barrier. So it can act directly on the brain and the brain tissues with a lot of other compounds. They're not going to be going through the blood brain barrier. There's a lot of drugs that don't go through the blood brain barrier. It's really tough, really selective thing to get through because your brain's trying to protect itself. So this is a wonderful way to kind of get in there and really work directly directly on the cells and then you're combining it with these other things like bacopa increasing the dendrite length and it's creating new dendrites new neurons and they're all going to be much healthier because of the lion's mane getting through there and cbd which is a neuroprotectant as well exactly (laughs) yeah i mean really i mean that's where the name anu n-e-u is neuro health right is really where we kind of got that name and uh yeah this it's funny because your nervous system if you really think about it is a huge it's kind of like your super highway of your body right it's your your brain your brain stem down your spinal cord into your gut your gut is one of the largest areas of all the, the neurons in your body so it's 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 definitely a neuro health product for sure oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah so so lion's mane yeah man, i i've seen so much stuff with like concussion protocol um, yeah yeah it's it's really like unlimited really for nervous health it's crazy yeah. it's it's really incredible so our our product just to kind of let everybody know the mushrooms that we are putting in our product are of the highest quality that 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 we can possibly find and there's a couple reasons why for that i just want to touch on this because not all mushrooms are created equal just like not all plants are equal it depends on how they're grown um, mm-hmm. you know, if you eat an orange that was organic versus an orange that was sprayed with a bunch of pesticides, those are different oranges, right? And so, yep. you know, there's, there's ways to grow mushrooms really cheaply that a lot of companies do, which is growing them on like rice grain. Um, mm-hmm. and they don't pick up anywhere near the nutrient density and, and the active compound, which is called beta glucans. They just yep. don't absorb that as like they do. And the ones that we get are grown on hardwood. 
Um, and it's just amazing. The gentleman that, that you touched on, Jeff Chilton, he's actually become mm-hmm. a great friend of ours too. Um, but he's, he really verifies the active compounds of the beta-glucans in all the mushrooms. They're standardized at over 20% beta-glucans. That's like three times more than any of the leading stuff I've seen on the market. Um, yeah. And so in our product, just in one serving, it's the equivalent with this concentrated extract of getting over a gram of mushrooms per serving mm-hmm. of this lion's mane, which is really cool, yep. um, which is shown to, to produce all the results. This has been happening in the yeah. clinical studies in Japan. Yeah, and the difference, too, between uh, Jeff Chilton's mushrooms and the ones that we're using, it's, uh, it's all fruiting body mushroom, and that's really where the medicinal components of mushrooms are found. Mm-hmm. Other companies, they're growing them in the – and the rice grain, but they're growing mycelium. So it's actually the precursor. So mycelium is different than a fruiting body mushroom. They're considered two different parts of it. So the mycelium grows in like this webby, almost spider-like network throughout the rice grain. And then once it's exposed to sun later on, it'll fruit the body mushroom. And that's where you get a lot of the medicinal benefits. But a lot, almost every other mushroom company I think out there uses the mycelium-based mushrooms which is mostly the starches. So you're getting a lot of starches with just a little bit of the beneficial constituents of the mushroom or the mycelium. It's not even, they don't even consider it a mushroom, it's a fungi. Yeah, that's huge to know, man, because that's, that's what you're, you're spending money on something, hoping to get the benefit out of it. And then you end up, you know, it's flushing money down the toilet because you're not getting the real thing that you're after. Yeah, you're taking rice. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I'm, I am so excited about just being able to, to what we've been able to put together with that. Uh, another ingredient that I am super pumped on is theobromine. So oh, yeah. Theo, you guys might know the word Theo from like theology or theocracy. The word Theo comes from the, the Greek root God um, and bromine from broma, which is food. So it literally translates to food of the gods. Um, mm-hmm. But we get it from dark chocolate. It's, it's the thing that is making you happy when you eat dark chocolate. Um, it's such a cool molecule and I, I'd love to have you share a little bit on theobromine and just what it's doing in the body. Yeah. I mean, it, it's theobromine is so cool because cacao and the high theobromine content in there actually directly stimulates our endocannabinoid system by, uh, binding the cannabinoid system through anandamide. So theobromine has a high content or it interacts, I'm not exactly, I don't remember the exact science on it, but it interacts directly with our anandamide molecules. So it's stimulating our own internal endocannabinoid system. And that's what's causing these feelings of joy and bliss and relaxation where you can just like, ooh, I feel good, you know? And that's because it's really getting in there. And it's like, it's kind of brain food, it's soul food, you know? And it's real, it's creating this sense of bliss directly through anandamide, which in Sanskrit, Sanskrit Ananda means bliss, joy. So it's really, it's really interesting how they named that molecule as well. I'm not the scientist who was studying that was probably kind of a hippie, but (laughs) uh, it it, it gets in there and it's stimulating our endocannabinoid system and it's having that same effect as CBD is having on our system. So it really balances and regulates all of our internal networks. Yeah. What's crazy is it actually binds to your THC receptors. So yeah, which, yeah, the CB, the CB receptors, cannabinoids, THC receptors, it's nuts. So it's fascinating because our, our full spectrum, broad spectrum, I guess we should say, hemp extract has every single cannabinoid except THC in our product. Mm-hmm. And so the only 
receptor that you're not getting stimulated is your THC receptors from the hemp extract that we're using. And mm -hmm. it's just so that we want to be fully compliant. We want to stay, you know, above board across all 50 states and everything else. And laws are changing. We want to be able to ship internationally and all that stuff too. And so theobromine is such a cool molecule to add in there because it actually does hit your THC receptors. And so we're kind of mm -hmm. rounding out all of those receptors getting hit. Kind of gives that euphoric little kind of boost, which is cool for the mood. Um, yeah. yeah, man. And there's clinical studies on theobromine are, are pretty amazing as well. So yeah, it's I, I'm looking at the paper we put to, together here, and it just does so much. It's like I don't even know what what we should be talking about in it, but it it is it creates that full binding of our cannabinoid receptors. You know, the THC molecule has its own little place on there, but when we're binding those fully, that's when we're really getting all the beneficial effects of cannabinoids in general. So having mm -hmm. this in there really just pumps up that like anxiety calming down the nervous system it comes it like uh mediates some of our feedback loops in our brain as well so it's really in there to create that bliss feeling <laughs> yeah totally and there's so many studies that show about like, how you feel and like mood wise affects how you perform and how you do yeah. if you're in health too you know totally yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're in a dark little cloud place and you're just like feeling not good and you it's hard to like go crank it and go work hard or go go after even just doing the little things you do love going and being a good to your spouse or playing yeah, with your kids even like just picking like the right thing to eat at the shop will be a lot easier when you're in a good mood because you're like ooh, i feel good i want to treat myself right i'm gonna get like the sweet potatoes and the salad and the cabbage instead of like a burger and fries it's like dude i just want to binge a little bit i want to i want to treat myself but when you're feeling good you've already treated yourself you're the feeling itself is like a good treatment for your body. So you can make a lot better health decisions and you can make changes easier in your life when you have that sort of feeling. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Love it, man. So we have micronized a hundred milligrams of, of theobromine. Uh, it's what's shown to be effective in the clinical studies. And so by, I think ratcheting up that bioavailability as well, people are going to really be able to feel that kind of, you know, mm -hmm more alert, more focused, but also happier and, and all that's what we're kind of going for. Um, let's dive into phosphatidylserine. That is something that I know is, is floating around the nootropic world. Um, but uh, if you want to speak a little bit to what phosphatidylserine, is a mouthful, is doing in the body. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, it's a fatty substance. It's a phospholipid. So phosphatidyl phospholipid. It actually uh, it helps protect our brain. So it kind of envelops all of our neurons and creates like a padding on them and insulates them. Um, it helps increase the firing of the nervous signals going down. So kind of instead of like just traveling down the axon, it'll actually jump quickly down our axon because of these like fatty insulated areas. So it helps the transmission of information. It helps protect our neurons and it helps just keep our mind healthy and sharp in general because it'll stop anything. So that kind of comes back to the concussion piece is if you have like a good phospholipid fatty layer wrapping around all your neurons, they're gonna be a lot more protected. They're protected from any toxins that are coming in there and they're also firing and operating a lot better. Yeah, and the, the studies that are coming out right now on Alzheimer's research, help with ADHD, ADHD mm -hmm. a lot of the neurodegenerative diseases, dementia, stuff like that. It's yeah. amazing to see what phosphatidylserine is doing in there. 
Um, we have a micronized dose of 100 milligrams in there as well. So, yeah, yeah. So something really interesting I read earlier today is that it's a it's a component of the mitochondrial membrane. So that means in our mitochondria in our cells, which is the energy production center of our cells, it kind of helps keep that healthy as well. So it can function as a reservoir for other lipids and fats to be used as fuel. So you hear everyone going on the keto diets to increase their cognition. They're kind of burning those lipids uh, in their brain. And that's where phosphatidylserine can really help is just increase the fuel and the efficiency of our brain cells. Nice. That's yeah. killer. Yeah. Let's, let's dive into, so I was just in uh, Bali actually uh, a couple <laughs> weeks ago on my honeymoon and we had a layover in Korea for a little bit. And I, I've been to Korea actually a little bit before. And in, in Asia, ginseng is a much larger thing than it seems to be here in the US. Um, I actually had a ginseng latte in the airport, which nice. is pretty cool. Yeah, it was really yummy actually. So, and I know ginseng actually was a, was a big thing that you were really excited to put into the product just because of what it does as an herb. Um, so if you want to speak a little bit to just ginseng and what it's, I know it's been used forever and so many things, but it, now the, the evidence is stacking up why it's been used for so long. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the list is endless, honestly, especially if you look at how it's been used in Chinese medicine and now what they're coming up with in, uh, scientific studies, it's all over the place. And that's typically what it was always used for. It was called a, a panacea, a cure-all. And they really believe that it could cure anything because the way the root looks is like a little human being. It looks like a little man. If you ever pull it out of the, the earth, it looks like this guy dancing. And they thought just like, oh, this looks like a human being. It's probably really good for human beings. And that's why they really started using it. But now, you know, like there's, it's like anti-aging, it's anti-cancer, it increases sexual performance, it prevents disease, it helps modulate our immune system. It like, it does pretty much everything, you know, and it's all really effective. And yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> there's, there's so much about it. I don't know if you have anything specific you want to say about it, but it is typically just really nourishing, vitalizing herb that is one of the best out there. Yeah, I, I just tell, I, I got a couple of things here. Reducing inflammation, I got erectile dysfunction. Who doesn't yeah. want help with that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, feeling strong, uh, fights fatigue, all that good stuff. Um, and just a little bit on our formula. So, so the geno, the ginsinocides is, mm -hmm. is what the big active compound is inside of the ginseng. And our extract is standardized at 80% ginsinocides. And it's, and it's a very highly concentrated dose. This is one of our highest concentrates mm -hmm. that we use inside mm -hmm. of the product. Um, and we have it micronized. So it is absolutely perfect, the clinical dose, to improve thinking, concentration, memory, work efficiency, physical stamina, reduce muscle damage from exercise, improve athletic endurance. It's a lot in there on, on the ginseng. So good Yeah, call. one of the main things is that people just feel like their overall vitality increases after a couple months of use from it. You know, you're like, oh, man, like I can focus longer. I can run longer. I can have sex longer. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> Everyone's happy about that. <laughs> yeah, that that's going to be an advertisement. That cut cut that print. Yeah. <laughs> that's so great. Um, so another one that I you know in doing a lot of our research, we're looking at some of the other stuff that's out there and picking you know what is in line with our values as a brand. And 
pine bark extract definitely fit the bill being on the herbal side of the medicine and it's actually really fascinating the story of 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 this i'll just show you a little bit of this but maritime pine trees that grow on the mediterranean sea and back in the 1500s this gentleman jacques cartier was struggling with scurvy which was like a huge vitamin c deficiency and the natives made him a little concoction with pine bark and helped mm -hmm. take his scurvy away. It was kind of where it first started gaining notoriety in the Western world. And now it has exploded, not just because of the vitamin C and all this stuff, but just all the other the cannabin or the uh, phytochemicals that are in there. Um, tell us a little bit about pine bark extract. I'm actually going to, there's a funny little story. The way I got connected with uh, Isaac and Kayleen, some other partners in this business that helped launch everything is... Uh, I was talking to them near a pine tree and I asked them if they'd ever tried pine tea. And they're like, what? You can drink pine tea? I was like, yeah, you just take some pine needles and you take it and it has like 10 times the vitamin C content of an orange. They're like, no way. So that's how I got in with working with them and connected to you. No way. But, I yeah. had no idea. That's great. <laughs> that's how I became friends with them. But um, it's, it's really interesting. You know, it's such a potent antioxidant that it actually increases how we utilize vitamin C. So it has a good vitamin C content, but it's potent antioxidant effects just help us utilize vitamin C a lot. But the way we're using it is for this compound called pycnogenol, and that is used to treat chronic venous insufficiency, allergies, asthma, other um, blood flow related diseases. So it helps increase blood flow to all of our muscles, to distal parts of our tissues, to our brain. So the way that we were looking at it is that it, it protects our brain cells from high levels of glutamate, which is our excitatory uh, compound in our brain. So it builds up as we metabolize a lot of things. So like when you take the Adderall, you're gonna have a lot of glutamate floating around because it's a byproduct, meta metabolic byproduct. And, um, it also it helps decrease those toxic levels, protects it. It helps decrease plaques that are found in the brain as well. So that's one of the main causes of Alzheimer's are these beta protein plaques that build up. And it's just, those are really just extensions of its potent antioxidant effect as I talked about how it increases our ability to utilize vitamin C versus actually boosting our vitamin C. So it's just super, super powerful antioxidant and helps increase our blood flow to our brain. Blood flow everywhere. I'm, I'm also looking at the <laughs> clinical studies and I see some more erectile benefits oh, yeah. going on <laughs> over here. <laughs> so, in, increased blood flow is kind of the deal. Um, so that's awesome. And we have in, our, in ours uh, 100 milligrams again of that micronized pine bark extract. That's what's shown to be clinically effective. And, and so it's, uh, it's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that too. Um, the next thing we have is guarana seed. And you see guarana, actually, I, I know it mostly from the beverage industry. They, they have guarana in all like the energy drinks and soft drinks and stuff yeah. to give energy. Um, but guarana, real from the plant, I think it's from Brazil. Yeah, it is from Brazil in the Amazon basin, mm -hmm. has so many amazing benefits. And so if you want to talk a little bit about guarana, and actually there's one clinical study I want to talk about, but if you want to touch on just the overall benefits of guarana. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's... It's typically just associated with that high, that energy boost, but it, it's shown that it helps increase the, I mean, naturally there's caffeine in there. That's, that's number one. There's a good amount of naturally occurring caffeine in there. 
could be considered the green caffeine, but it helps release neurotransmitters such as like our dopamine and acetylcholine, which is going to help our brain fire, retain information, help our thought processes. It, um, it helps uh, decrease um, some GABA as well. So it's calming down the, like, the relaxing, more sedating effects that can be had with some of the other herbs in our formulas. And then it's also, it, it keeps up your reaction time. It keeps up accuracy of your memory as well. And it just, for, it says, based on this study, up to six hours, it's gonna improve your cognitive performance on tasks. So that's pretty freaking impressive for yeah. how <laughs> that effect is. Heck yeah. So this is actually one of those ingredients where you know, there's a tendency to think, right, well, if a little bit is good, then a lot of it might be better, mm -hmm. right? And that's not always mm -hmm. the case with, with really any medicine. Really. Yeah. So, yeah. so, but this was cool. In the clinical studies, they, they were dosing people with different amounts of guarana. And yep. it's really fascinating because in the study that, that I read, they had doses of 37.5 milligrams, yes. 75 milligrams, and 300 milligrams. And they actually mm -hmm. found that the groups that had 37.5 and 75 milligrams actually had superior results in learning mm -hmm. compared mm -hmm. to 300 milligrams. So, and it's actually interesting because this suggests that it's not just the caffeine that's actually doing the yeah. job. It's the yeah. other constituents of the plant that are actually producing better learning, better memory, all that stuff. Exactly. So when, when we made our product, this is actually really cool. 100 milligrams of micronized guarana seed and it is not standardized at the 22% yeah. caffeine, like a lot of other, other mm. guarana extracts. Mm -hmm. um, we, don't, we didn't bring it in here for the caffeine effects of it at all, actually. Yeah. So yeah. it's not standardized at that 22%. It's just the actual guarana seed as it naturally comes. And we're using 100 milligrams at micronized, but it's not there for the caffeine. It's there just for the whole plant yeah. constituents of it, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and then on that, it's only going to be about like three and a half to six percent caffeine content at the most. So combined with the theobromine in our formula, you're only going to be getting about like seven to eight milligrams of caffeine per serving total, which is really minimal. It's not going to be that jittery. No. Yeah, to put that in perspective, I think a, a good cup of coffee is what, like 50, 75? Yeah, 50, 50 to 80 milligrams, depending. Yeah, of caffeine. So like a tenth of a cup of coffee. Yeah which is yeah. nothing, but you'll still really feel the effects <laughs> of that blood flow and firing faster and all that good stuff, mm -hmm. which is killer. So this is, I think, one of your all-star ingredients that you added to it, which is go to cola. Um, the herb of longevity is the as it's been dubbed. Um, but I know this is one that you were really excited about when we were kind of sitting around the drawing board and looking at different stuff to put in. Tell us a little bit about go to cola and what makes it special. Yeah, I mean, talking about go to cola, I can't not talk about ginkgo either because those two herbs are just kind of synonymous for cognitive effects. You know, if you're taking ginkgo, it's almost not even worth it if you're not taking go to cola because they just work so well together. But go to cola has, it's been around for so long, and a lot of the new science on it is showing how it can like create new blood vessels and old scar tissue. And it's, treating acne scars and things like that but there cool. it was uh considered to be a food taken before meditation traditionally so people would eat it because it's so opening and calming for the mind so people would eat it before they go into deep meditations 
and it just produces this sense of uh, clarity and soothing relaxation. So it opens your mind and it also creates the calm feeling that you need to like get into those flow states. When you're in a flow state, you're not jittery and angsty. You're just like, ooh, I'm just like, I'm focused on this, I'm clear. So combining this with the other herbs, it can be a bit more energizing and uplifting and getting the mind going. This will really help open up the mind and like clear it all out so you can just focus on that one task. And then when combining it with go-to cola is another um, circulation stimulating herb is going to help go-to cola get into the mind and operate even better. And I'm not exactly sure, I should probably read into this a little bit more, why they work so well together, but just the science on it just shows that they do work a lot better when they're taken together. I'm not yeah. sure if you haven't. Yeah, it's actually, that's the next ingredient we're getting into. Yeah, I, I wrote a little bit on just some of the, and I only really included, like I, I titled this in our little outline here, evidence-based benefits. And I only included things that had a clinical study on PubMed mm -hmm. that you could yeah. go point to and say, hey, like it's, it's showing yeah. at least in this study to go do this. And so uh, just to rattle down the list here, it says improve cognitive function, may support help with Alzheimer's disease, help reduce stress and anxiety, may act as an antidepressant, may improve circulation and reduce swelling, may improve your sleep cycle, which is, is interesting, help relieve joint pain. Mm -hmm. So all the clinical studies that I saw, basically they had a range of effective dose, anywhere from 300 to 2,000 milligrams a day. So it was mm -hmm. a pretty big range in Gotacola. Uh, our micronized extract is, is concentrated, so it gives you that clinically effective dose. It's kind of middle of the road is, is where we kind of peg that dosing for ours. Um, yep. but you're getting that effective dose of Gotacola in there and it ties right in with ginkgo, uh, ginkgo biloba, if you're, if you're a purist and, uh, and it ties right into that. So I know that's another one that, that is obviously a big fan of yours. I remember when I was a kid, I think ginkgo biloba kind of started gaining notoriety or, or popularity when, uh, I was a kid and it was like all the older people for like age related yeah. memory decline. Yeah. They were all taking ginkgo biloba. And, uh, but young, healthy people can get so much benefit out of it as well. Obviously it's, but everything that we're talking about is so great for age related memory decline. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, tell us a little about ginkgo biloba, the partner of Gotacola. I mean, ginkgo is really cool. It's the only tree in its phyta that still exists. And it's one of the most ancient trees in the world. Um, traditionally its leaves were used as uh, food. It's a very nourishing plant and they saw that people who were eating these plants consistently were a lot brighter and sharper later into life. So then people started looking into it for things like Alzheimer's and memory recall and just uh, stabilizing memory loss over a long time. But the, there's not really any clinical specific science on it that I can find right now, but it does increase the blood flow, especially in small, tiny blood vessels. And that's what permeates a lot of our brain. So if you can increase blood flow through there with all these other molecules and compounds that we're getting into your body in these capsules, it's going to help all of those get there and work a lot better. Killer. Yeah. We're, and we're at the clinical dose there. Micronize. We've, and the reason why I keep saying to micronize is we haven't micronized every ingredient. Um, there's certain ingredients like, um, just with, with some of the isolated compounds like methylcobalamin or things like that, that we have chosen to just leave as they are. Um, mm -hmm. But with a lot of the herbs and things like that, it's, it's awesome to be able to kind of like bring more of that into the body and, and help, you know, more on the natural side. Um, so we've, yeah. we've done that. We've micronized this extract to kind of fall right in that, that clinical range. Um, CBD we've talked a lot about, but, but 
just to touch on the other molecules that are in there, there's so much cool stuff coming out now on CBG and CBN, CBA, and and mm-hmm. all the cannabinoids. And, and you know, just to reiterate, we have that full spectrum kind of, of in there. Um, the last thing, and, and, and just on our formula, the day product that we have has 15 milligrams of, mm-hmm. of, of micronized, broad-spectrum, phytocannabinoid-rich hemp extract, right? Everything except mm-hmm. for the THC. Is all those molecules are in there. Yep. Um, which is so great. At 15 milligrams with all these other herbs you're hearing about, such a cool thing to be able to add to bring calmness and that adaptogenic experience where it goes where it's needed while, you know, coupled with these other things, it's going to yeah. be fun. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think you definitely kind of experienced some of the, the interesting effects that you can get from it where you feel focused and energized, but also so calm and relaxed at the same time. And I remember you reaching out be like, I almost, I think I'm too calm for like <laughs> the stimulating herbs in here. And it is, it is just that balance between like, hey, you're going to be vibrant and focused all day long in like a calm manner. And we're just not used to that type of experience when taking a nootropic or something that helps us think clear. We're using like we want that the jitter and the energy is like, ooh, I can feel it. It's like, nah, just like let it settle in a little bit and see what it does for you. You know, that, that's actually my favorite, man. Is like I, I know, like I want that clean energy where I'm not like ratchet it up because then you have the ratchet down and we've all had that like kind of crash in the middle of the afternoon or you're not like feeling like you're motivated anymore i like that just like tuned in i'm relaxed but i'm intense like i have that focus and drive but i'm not like bouncing off the walls or trying to go like be zany i'm I'm, like tuned in and and doing what i want to do um the last one well not last one here hooperzine a on the day this is something that I was really excited about just because of the clinical studies that I've been seeing. And it's this extract from Chinese club moss, which mm-hmm. I'm really excited about. But I don't know if you want to touch on just Chinese club moss and what it's been doing or some of the, the clinical studies that have been shown. But this is something yeah. that is, is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, Hooperzine's been around like alpha brain by Onnit used it, you know, and they got it at the right dosage because you can definitely take a lot of it really easily on accident i've actually known to be able to take way too much of it but pretty much it's it occurs at a high level in the chinese club moss and what it does is it stops that breakdown of acetylcholine so that's what allows the neurotransmitter to circulate it binds for longer periods of time and it just stops the breakdown of it so you want it it's in that sweet dose as well you know like we kept it on the lower end because of all the other herbs we have in there already that are kind of targeting that, Huberzine is going to do a lot more specifically and effectively in a scientifically proven way. But combined with everything else, it's really going to help that neurotransmitter stick around and help us get that increased memory effect and like get the right signals out from our nervous yeah. system. Yeah, and that's actually one of those ones. We're, we're using 10 micrograms, which is, you know. Yeah clinically shown to be effective but also on the lower end of, of those clinical studies and and we don't micronize this particular yeah. product just because we want yeah. the actual you know normal dose clinically studied dosage of it to be in there which is pretty cool um last one on this second to last one kind of last one on our day product i know this is a lot hopefully if, if anybody's been listening for this long they're very <laughs> interested in their cognitive health and uh and, and what makes our product so special but vitamin B12, cobalamin. So there's different types of cobalamin, and this is what 
you know, we've been excited about is, is, you know, there's methylcobalamin, cyanocobalamin, hydroxocobalamin, and we chose to go with the bioactive form of B12, methylcobalamin, that you can take and use right away. Um, do you want to speak a little bit to just vitamin B12 and specifically the type of B12 that we're using in this product? Yeah, you know, I mean, a lot of people in the world have heard of B12. They get B12 shots. They know that the B vitamins are good for you. Not everyone's really sure what they do or with the form that they should take. And it is tough to get the right forms out there. But as the science develops, we've kind of seen that a lot of people based on the toxic environments in our world and just different autoimmune diseases and how genetics are being affected on the epigenetic level, we're not metabolizing and activating and utilizing our B vitamins as effectively as we should, especially B9 and B12. So you want the methylated form, which is considered the active biologically available form. So when you're taking methylcobalamin, your body can take it in and start using it almost right away. And it's used in so many different pathways in our body. It helps uh, create DNA properly. It's involved in most of our detox pathways. It's involved in synthesizing dopamine and serotonin and just also general energy boost. You know, we use it to push along our ATP synthesis and uh, energy cycles. So it's really the B vitamins are involved in almost every process in our body and they're so super important. So if you're not eating a balanced diet and you're not getting the right form, you might not be converting it, you might not be absorbing enough, and you might not be getting the active form that your body needs to produce like healthy DNA and detox properly and create your proper neurotransmitters. So not only is it going to give you the energy that you can really feel, it's also going to help create all these neurotransmitters that are being released and enhanced by the rest of the herbs in the formula. Yep, serotonin and all that dopamine oh, yeah. and all that good stuff. Um, one of the big things I'd love to touch on too is so vitamin B12, everybody associates it with energy because it's what helps you convert your food into mm -hmm. energy. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people who don't methylate well. I don't know if you yeah. can speak to like that MTFR. Um, yeah, it, it, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's so much going on about it. And now like people got kind of really excited about it and we started seeing people getting over methylated people were taking away too many methylated B vitamins. So there's a, there's a sweet point, you know, and you don't want to get too much. It's a, it's a pretty harmless substance. Your body is going to metabolize it easily. You're going to excrete it through your kidneys. It's not going to damage anything, but you definitely don't want to get too much. But the thing is, we're starting to see a lot of different MT, MTFHR SNPs in people, and it could be the main ones or there's sub ones as well. So you can be a really bad methylator, or you could just have trouble methylating in general and that means you're going to need some support so if you're not getting active forms or you're not eating a balanced diet you're not going to be getting the amount of b vitamins and active b vitamins that you need in your body to find that healthy balance yeah i mean i actually saw some studies are saying almost up to 30 percent of the population here in north america is having yeah. trouble methylating yeah it's a, it's a huge number yeah. Yeah, it has a lot to do with like environmental toxins and epigenetic changes and just the diet and exposures we've had over the last 50 years, you know, it's really starting to compound and people are starting to see like, oh, I'm not methylating well, like maybe that's why I've been depressed and fatigued and I can't think for like months on end. I had a really good buddy of mine, Pat actually lives out in Vegas and he had he went to the doctor and he was just like doc I don't know it it's, it changed he wasn't like that as a kid but he as he got older somehow 
He just mm-hmm. was like depressed, and he was like, "I don't. This isn't me." Like he, he you hang out with this dude. He's one of the best dudes. He's like, luck, mm-hmm. just awesome, great energy. And he was just like, "I don't know what it is. Like he's 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 got a decent job, and he's 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 a good looking dude, and he's like, I am depressed, and I don't know what's going on, and and uh, and his doctor found out he wasn't methylating at all, and and it overnight getting methylated vitamin, you know, B twelve, B six, B nine, some of those things in him." Started radically shifting his energy, his his happiness, his focus. Everything was really cool. So I didn't I didn't know how big of a deal it was, but this has been cool and learning about all this stuff. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. Like the people that are affected, which is a lot of people, it really makes a huge change in their life. Yeah, you know? it is. I mean, if you think about it, you're not getting the vitamins you need to produce your right freaking neurotransmitters you can't produce your energy correctly you can't detox your body correctly if you're not getting these active forms it's affecting every part of your body from the smallest molecules to the biggest processes so it's hugely important yeah and that that actually brings me into why we decided to go in our vitamin b9 usually you see b12 and b9 together just because they kind of work synergistically to help convert that food into energy and so, you know, we, we use the methylated form of B9 as well. Rather than just using folic acid, we're using methylfolate. Um, mm-hmm. And so same thing, just being able to help really bring the bioactive form for these people that don't methylate well. And, and, you know, like you were saying, there's no issue with somebody who does methylate well. Your body's going to use everything that it can. You're going to pee out what it doesn't. And so yeah. it's fine. But for people who don't methylate, it's going to be a game changer, which I'm really excited okay. about. So, uh, and so in our formula, just to kind of round that out, we have six milligrams of, of B12, which is enough to feel, right? You're, you're going to feel some energy. Um, and that's the goal, right? A goal is, is because we have so many adaptogens in this product, Mm -hmm. you know, one of the things that we wanted to make sure was for people that are maybe high or something that brings them down and, you know, you want to maintain that energy level. We want to maintain people feeling like they have great energy, that they're not down, which sometimes CBD, somebody's like really depleted from their cannabinoids and they take, you know, 50 milligrams of CBD. There's a chance that they might, you know, oh, I'm feeling like I'm just like relaxed, really relaxed. Um, so by putting a good amount of B12 in there, we're kind of really, you know, ensuring that they're going to be able to have that great energy source still, feel good, all that good stuff as well. Yeah, and it'll definitely keep them going for the day, you know. So, all right, moving on to our next little, moving on to our next little, that was great, dude. Thank you so much. This has been so much content. Um, and we're going to obviously put this up and then we'll, there's so much little sound bites we want to be able to get out to just talk about what's going on. Um, but that's a day product. And just to, to put a pin in that, man, like what, this is the product I built for me. Like I want a product that helps me have energy to go to work, tune in and focus at work do what I need to do and then have a good mood while I do it. You know what I mean? Like what yeah. else do you want? That's what, that's what I want out of a day product. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if you could take away some stress on top of it, I'm in like that. that that's what I've been excited about. Um, yeah. You know, it it kind of just sets you up right. When, when you have a good day and you're focused throughout the day and you've had the right amount of energy, it's going to help you transition into your night cycle as well. And, kind of let go of the day as well. If you've had a good productive day, you're going to be able to move into your nighttime and your night routine in a much more effective way, which is what we were really trying to do is tie these products into like a whole day. Like what do I want out of my day? It's like, dude, I want to be able to focus. I want to feel energized. I want to find my flow state and I want it to get better. 
every time I take it too, you know? So that's really what we try to do with this. Yeah, absolutely. Which, so I want to, so man, there's so much there. So you're absolutely right, man. Like we have all had the experience where if you crush your day and you just like were so productive and you feel like you crushed it, you're not having that, you know, tossed. You're, you sleep like a baby. You're just yeah. like, yeah, I feel so you good. <laughs> you crush the day, you can let it go. Exactly. You're not sitting there up thinking about everything. Like when you have a productive, awesome day, and that's that ties us perfectly into our night. And, and actually part of our Begin Anew campaign, we're doing a, a campaign around hashtag Begin Anew. Um, and mm-hmm. we're going to have a series of emails that go out to our customers that actually give them not just – a product, but also little tips to actually enhance their day. Um, mm-hmm. Whether it be not looking at a screen before bed, right, or, or doing little things that are going to help you get better sleep, have a more productive day. There's a million things that are going to go out in our email campaign. But I want to tie into the night because sleep is one of the absolute most critical things that anybody can do for your health. We always hear diet and exercise, diet and exercise, diet and exercise. But sleep is one of the pillars of your health, just as important as diet and exercise. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we wanted to build something that really enhances that pillar of health. And there's certain things or certain ingredients that we can add to a nighttime product that we just couldn't add to a daytime product because some of these things that, you know, they are more sedative and they're more Mm -hmm. helping you relax and those adaptogens that really downregulate you and bring you into that relaxed, calm state that you don't necessarily want to take when you wake up in the morning. Um, mm-hmm. You want to be firing. And so I'm so excited about just being able to kind of, we're, we're calling this line our rhythm line, where you just get into this rhythm of having a good day and having a great mm-hmm. night. Um, oh, yeah. And so t- let's talk a little bit about sleep. If you just want to touch on, just at a high level, why sleep is so important, why it is w- something that everybody should actually care about and focus on, and especially in today's modern age where it seems like, we're way more focused on productivity and crushing it. And mm-hmm. it's almost become like this cool thing of how little you sleep of like, yeah. Oh man, like I'm a badass. I sleep three hours a night. And yeah, it's like, and I have cups of coffee during the day. And yeah, I sweat. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And people just don't know. I didn't know. I, I was one of those guys. I was like, Oh dude, I can function on three hours just fine. And yeah. no, you can't. Right. And so the reality yeah. of it is, is sleep is so critically important for your overall health. And if you could just touch on at a high level, why sleep is so important and why it's something that everybody should actually make an intention to care about. Yeah. And it's just, it's not even sleep. It's good sleep, which is what a lot of us are missing out on. Definitely. Are you getting good sleep? Because during the night, your body's clearing out all the metabolic waste from your day like all the shit that you released if you exercise you got a bunch of lactic acid if you're thinking a bunch you got a bunch of acetylcholine metabolic byproducts that are floating around so there's actually this thing called the glymphatic system that activates when we're asleep and it helps clear all that and it really helps us reset our body so if we're not getting good sleep which not a lot of us are and we're getting less sleep our body doesn't have the time to reset and clear all this stuff that we've been processing throughout the day, which even comes back to like, hey, we took all these herbs during the day that helped us like crush the day. We got to get some good sleep to make sure that our body can reset and reprocess and fill up the tanks so it can have another good day the next day. 
So yeah, nothing really makes you like, there's such a difference, man. Like on a night where I get great sleep mm-hmm. and I wake up and I'm not having that wake up, like, Oh, I'm still groggy and whatever. Yeah. Like when I wake up and I'm like, dude, I slept, I'm feeling oh, juiced. Yeah. <laughs> and nothing you know, it makes too. a better day where you can go yeah. crush than having a wonderful night's sleep. Yeah. You know? And it's like, it has, it's a, such a huge contribution to chronic disease, heart disease, cancer development, just inflammation in general. If you're not sleeping well, your inflammation level is going to be high. Like you're not going to be in a good state of health. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a couple little top, my top evidence-based reasons for great sleep. We've got, let me just rattle them on down to short sleep duration is dramatically increased w- a risk of weight gain and obesity in children and adults. Uh, poor sleep affects your hormones that regulate appetite. So people eat more calories when they're, when they're not mm-hmm. getting good sleep. Uh, good sleep maximizes your problem solving skills and enhances your memory sh- shown to poor sleep impairs your brain function. Sleeping less than seven hours a night is linked to an increased risk of heart disease and stroke. Oh yeah. Uh, sleep deprivation can cause pre-diabetes in healthy adults in as little as six days, which is pretty wild. Uh, poor sleeping patterns are strongly linked to depression, uh, particularly those with a sleeping disorder. One of the best pieces of advice for anybody who's dealing with depression is to set a a morning routine where you get up at the same time every single day and you have like a healthy, productive routine where you like meditate or read a book that's interests you or do something that like starts your day off in a positive way. Um, sleep, poor sleep, uh, wrecks your social skills, reduces your, your social skills, inflammatory issues, immune issues, immune system. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that, that yeah. bad sleep causes. And 40% of the country says they don't get enough sleep. 40% admits they don't yeah, sleep anywhere near as they should. That's self-reported too, which means it's actually a lot higher because most of us are not getting good sleep in today's day and age. Totally. <laughs> totally. totally. Yeah. So, so our intention around this PM product, right. is really to, you know, if you can speak a little bit, when I first came to you, it was, I want to make a product that helps you wind down after you crush it for the day. I want to have a product that you take that helps you slow down, calms the chatter going on upstairs, helps your body relax and then also mm-hmm. not only helps you sleep deeply, but like helps your body repair and aids your body yep. in that function of, of reducing inflammation, healing your body, helping you sleep deep where you're not, you know, uh, in and out, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what we were after. Um, and I think we delivered on it, which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think so too. You know, we, we got really excited because there's, there's so many over the counter sleep products out there. Like people are taking melatonin people are taking Ambien, they're taking GABA. But the, the problem is that those melatonin has a really short half-life and it only lasts a couple hours. So you wake up after you fall asleep. It doesn't help you drop into your sleep rhythm. Things like GABA, if you're taking pure GABA over time, it starts to have a paradoxical effect where it's not even going to work anymore after a couple of weeks of taking it. Other over-the-counter drugs or prescription drugs, those obviously have really bad side effects, but they also have all the rebound insomnia as well over time after taking more. It'll stop working, and then you'll actually be getting worse sleep. So what we really try to accomplish with this product, which I'm even more excited for, although you don't get to experience the effects directly as much because you're not like in your sleep thinking like, 
fuck yeah, I'm getting some really good sleep right now right. as you would if you're crushing your day. But it is, we made it to help the body get into its natural cycle. So even with the cycle of our morning night pill, it's kind of enhancing that cycle. So our cortisol rhythms throughout the day and then our circadian rhythm at night, which is part of that rhythm, it's going to help us fall into that flow and release the tension. So it's, it is going to help you feel sleepy and feel relaxed, but it's not going to like force you to sleep. It's just going to help your body settle into its best natural rhythm. So when we go through our night of getting deep sleep and going through different cycles of sleep, it'll just help optimize that and let us tap into those deeper areas of sleep and wake up with a natural rhythm as well. Yeah, it's funny, man. Like you, you hit the nail on the head. If, if I had to like grab only one off the shelf, my natural reaction would probably be to reach for the day only because mm -hmm. I want to feel those effects and I yeah. want to have that. But truthfully, I think if you're really just going for an overall health benefit, Oh, yeah. That night, man, is, is what's going to oh, help yeah. you really do. I mean, that's why these products work together. They really are designed to work hand in glove together so mm -hmm. that you have the best possible rest, sleep, let your body do what it naturally does, and then aid your body in the daytime to go out there and crush, which I'm, mm -hmm. I'm super excited about. So I guess let, let's start in the same place that we did on the last one, which is we ratcheted it up. We started with a heavier dose of full-spectrum hemp extract, that CBD cannabinoid rich hemp extract. And we use 30 milligrams per serving, mm -hmm. 900 milligrams in the bottle um, starting out of the night. You want to speak a little bit to just that level of dosage at a, at a micronized dose in the nighttime? Yeah, you know, I mean, as we, as we get into the higher dosages, it's definitely going to help us fall asleep more and target more of that anxiety, but it is just more about getting that nervous system reset where it's shutting off more of those excess signals and it's letting our body just kind of get like the baseline operation that it needs to get through. So you're not dealing with all these extra signals, all this extra inflammation and toxins floating around. It's kind of shutting that down and just letting our body go back to a place where it's like, Ooh, okay. I just need to be doing this one thing, you know, and that's really getting the higher dosage of that is going to enhance that effect a lot versus in the daytime it does that and it just helps everything else work much better and it's just kind of doing that at an increased level here but with more calming more of the shutting off the excess signals so heck yeah you know twice as good twice definitely. as much definitely <laughs> yeah 30 30 milligrams per serving we got and then one of the things that one of the the ingredients that you brought to me that when i started taking it was one of those ones that i felt like and i felt yeah. it right away was valerian root um, oh yeah it's kind of nicknamed nature's valium right <laughs> you're like it's yeah. a, it's a phenomenal deal and you you'll explain it better than me tell us a little bit about valerian root and what kind of makes it so special yeah i mean valerian root is just really potent at binding our gaba receptors you know it's a valerianic acid um and adenosine a so it, it helps bind our serotonin it helps bind our gaba receptors and it's just very like it's got the sedating hypnotic quality where it's really like, Ooh, like I feel like I'm finishing up with my day, you know? And we kept it um, a little bit lower on this end because when you take too much of it, it can definitely create that grogginess. And we, we did a lot of testing with it to make sure we got it at the level where it's not causing grogginess and you're waking up just fine. But it is one of those deep hypnotic things that's going to let you fall deep into rest. You know, it's really going to like get you down there into that cycle. So that's one of the best things about Definitely. Valerian. No, I love it, man. That was what I, I can tell a night where I had Valerian root 
just the the deepness of sleep where I'm not like getting up to pee or things like that in the middle mm-hmm. of the night. Like I'm feeling better. It's and I wake up. It's it's one of the biggest things that helps me. That coupled with the CBD. I feel like I rested and my body really got into those deepest mm-hmm. levels of sleep and stayed mm-hmm. there, which I think is, is, you know, helping them with that, that GABA breakdown. Um, so yeah, we, we micronized the, the, the valerian root and yeah, somebody would have to take over 600 milligrams of valerian root to get the same e- efficacy from our night product, uh, which is pretty cool. We don't, we don't have 600 milligrams in ours, yes. but <laughs> it's it's the it's the efficacy of it that's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Our next one is passion flower. Uh, this, this is one of the ones that you brought to the table here. So I'm excited, brother. What tell us a little bit about passion flower? Man, passion flower is just like one of the nicest plants out there. It's not only beautiful and grows like crazy, but it is. It's it's a passionate herb. You know, it's called passiflora for the passion and the incarnata translates to incarnation. And that's a shift, like it kind of, it's this passionate shift in your nervous system where it goes from the high strung day and it kind of shifts it into that night parasympathetic uh, rest mode, you know, and it is, it's another hypnotic and it is very, when you take it, you're like, you really feel that like, oh man, I'm like really enjoying being in this relaxed state. You know, and you feel like passionate about that rest. (laughs) Very non-scientific on that end, but it does it does inhibit it inhibits the uptake of our GABA into the neuronal spaces, so it keeps the GABA around a little bit longer. And it also has kind of the some of the properties of a monoamine oxidase inhibitors. So that's one of the types of antidepressants that people will be taking. So it increases our serotonin and dopamine levels as well. So that's where that passionate incarnation feeling comes from, you know? So that's awesome. Yeah. It's just what, if anyone's listening, just look up the passion flower flower. And it's one of the most beautiful things you'll ever see. It's very psychedelic. Right on. Very cool. Uh, yeah man i uh and we have we've micronized our our passion Mm -hmm. flower that's in here and so it's we we put those same levels commensurate with all the suggested dosing um skullcap skullcap was one that you brought to the table this is a very common ingredient inside of nighttime products um something that because it works it makes a difference so tell us a little bit about scolateria scutellaria there we go yeah um, you know, in, in herbal medicine, it is considered one of the greatest like nervines. It's a term is used nervous trophy restorative. So it actually helps restore our nervous system and helps build it back up and reset the whole nervous system. So it helps things from like pain, anxiety, um, different viral in- infections that are going on in the nervous system. It's super anti-inflammatory and it also helps the trophy restorative means that it helps rebuild our nervous system. There hasn't really been any hard science showing that, but if you see the type of effects that it has on the body, it definitely kind of has a deep resetting effect on the nervous system, really releases any tension that's going on in there, you know? So I, I really like Skullcap. It's got a long history of use in Chinese medicine as the, the root form. And it's also got a long history of use in Western herbalism as well. So it's, it's one of the, I think, the most important ingredients we have in here that really gets into that nervous reset, which is what I think we all need. Heck yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I saw uh, on PubMed there was a, a study talking about it as a neuroprotectant. 
which is kind of yeah. cool, which I know CBD is getting a lot of, of uh, you know, fame for right now as a neuroprotection mm -hmm. as well, but it's cool to see Skullcap doing the same thing. Um, we have a therapeutic dose in there that we did micronize for increased bioavailability as well in the Skullcap. So that's just part of what makes our formula super unique is just the fact that we have, have brought this modern, you know, highly bioavailable manufacturing process to a lot of these old world plants, which is so cool. Um, Diving into this next one's another mushroom that I am so excited about, cordyceps. And this is actually one of our, in fact, it is our most concentrated um, uh, extract in our mushroom family. And this is a newly studied mushroom, and the early, re early research on this is amazing that's coming in. Mm -hmm. um, but cordyceps mushrooms is, is amazing. Tell us a little bit about cordyceps. It is just super awesome man there's just there's over 400 different types of species of cordyceps you know and it's actually this uh parasitic fungus that grows inside caterpillars and worms and you see it and it's like just like shooting out of the head of this little bug and it took over and grew but it is like it's encapsulating that life force from the bugs that it grew out of so it's it's been used a long time for improving like uh just overall performance vitality as well kind of like what ginseng kind of brings to the table, but this has a lot deeper effects on the immune system, our blood sugar levels, our cholesterol levels. It, it kind of has this overall arching effect on well-being. And a lot of people think that like, oh, it enhances performance, cordyceps is for energy and like product like helps me just be more productive. But if you take it at night, it's going to get into your tissues a lot more. It's going to help do a lot more of those things instead of running around and like being active while taking the mushroom, it's going to get in there and kind of help reset your systems and get in and affect your organs, your lungs, your heart, your gastrointestinal system, your liver. So I think it's going to be really amazing what people are going to see from taking cordyceps over a long period of time, because it's, it's just coming out. There's so many different species and getting a specific one, at this quality and content is going to do some really amazing stuff for people. Yeah, man. Just, just to touch on on ours, so obviously ours are, are same same supplier here, standardized at over twenty percent beta glucans, that active compound. That's like more than three hundred percent more than than a lot of the leading stuff on the market. Mm -hmm. um, so you're actually getting what you pay for inside of the actual extract here. And because this is one of our most concentrated extracts, you're getting about the equivalent of one and a half grams of cordyceps a day per serving, uh, yeah. which is a phenomenal amount of cordyceps. All the clinical studies are showing uh, one of the things I'm really proud of in the product. So that's going to be fun. A lot of the, the clinical studies I saw were for people that were not high performance athletes, but for regular athletes, like mm -hmm. people that weren't yeah. like at the Olympian level or whatever, the average Joe, the average the person has yeah. a marked difference in their stamina and their, their output performance, um, which is really cool. Just on, on energy levels, like ties back into what we were saying about a, a good night's rest leads to a better day. So this oh, is yeah. one of those things that over time you're going to notice Oh, I don't have to catch my breath as much when I'm climbing those stairs or mm -hmm. it's kind of cool. Um, yeah. Our next ingredient is also a mushroom is this our Rishi mushroom. Yeah. So I have touted Rishi as the queen if, because in Spanish you have the word reina, right? Which is queen oh, Rishi, yeah. the same, it's the same root front, which yeah. is the queen, right? And so the queen of the mushrooms would be Rishi. 
And uh, so it's just, this has gotten very popular in probably the last eight years, I think. This is kind of blown. Ganoderma extract has kind of gotten everywhere. Um, but tell us a little bit about reishi mushrooms and what makes this one so special. Yeah, I mean, it's it's got some super amazing effects on the human body. I use it a lot in patients to help balance that immune system. So a lot of people who have uh, chronic infections or they take steroids, it shuts off one part of the immune system. And uh, reishi is really good at building up that part of the immune system, our Th1 immune system. Um, other than that, it's just got amazing effects on like our overall inflammatory state. It helps our liver and vital organs function really amazingly as well. And over time, it affects its effects increase as well. And it's been one of those touted for a long time where if you drink like reishi tea for 30, 60 days, like your health is just going to be stellar pretty much. So it's got some of the, the greatest healing qualities out of all the mushrooms and they all do their own wonderful work. But reishi is definitely one of those. It's the queen. It is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Your immune, people don't realize how much your immune system really kind of plays a role in everything in your health. I'm yeah. Yeah. There's disease. actually a huge tie in between your cortisol, your thyroid and your immune system. And there's actually some theories of treatment and diagnosis based on just that like triune of those three. And your immune system has a huge play on your energy level throughout the day and your inflammation status, just how well you sleep as well. You know, like if your body is going crazy and the immune system's trying to figure shit out, you're not going to be doing that well, you know? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So in ours, this is actually our most concentrated extract of all the mushrooms here, even more so than the cordyceps. Uh, again, standardized at over 20%, some of the best that you can get on the market, uh, grown on hardwood as opposed to rice grain, uh, which is which is big. And this is a super concentrated extract. So you're actually getting the equivalent of two grams. You would have to do more than two grams of just mm-hmm. dry weight reishi a day to get what you're getting in one serving of this product, mm-hmm. um, which that's going to make a difference, man. That's going to really help in a big way, which I'm super excited about. And we've micronized it and brought it through that, that increased bioavailability process. So that's going to be really cool. Um, yeah. our, our, uh, a little bit on that. Yeah. You good? No, I think, I think you got it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, the, the next one is lemon balm. This was actually your, your, uh, benefit here as well it's this lemon balm that you've added to it i know this is a lot of good stuff in the herbal world tell us a little about lemon balm yeah so we we added lemon balm to this formula because we wanted to balance like the sedating hypnotic effects with something that's also more uplifting and just kind of helps you feel good about the day release the tension and anxiety you might have been feeling and it also just helps decrease stress so it it does a lot of things. It's more like in Western herbalism, you like look at the energetical side where it's like, ah, yes, it releases tension, but it does, it does have some effects directly on our neurotransmitters and GABA receptors. And it, it acts through our arginine pathways as well, as well. So it helps release the tension and release, relax muscles at night. And it's just, it's one of those herbs that you will just feel instantly when you kind of, it hits you, you feel like a wave of relaxation come over you where you're just like, ah, I feel a little bit better. Hmm. For some reason. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw you said tension. I saw a, a study that com- coupled it with valerian root actually. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. was used yeah. to help with insomnia. And it also showed to release tension headaches, uh, yep. which is pretty cool. Yeah. So it, it, it's pretty interesting. Like it, 
I think I think it's just probably just through the arginine pathways of muscle relaxation and the muscarinic effects. It's a type of receptor. It really just does like release tension in the body. And there's not a lot of things that literally do that. So it's really cool to have an ingredient that is actually directly decreasing the amount of tension you're holding in your body. Because if you think about it, you go to bed and your shoulders are all tense and your neck's tight, like you're not going to be sleeping good. You got to release that tension and let your body just completely settle into the bed. Definitely. Oh, well mm-hmm. said, man. Heck yeah. Um, <laughs> and so just to go on our formula, we actually have, a, you would have to have the equivalent of a gram of lemon balm on its own. Uh, we've got a good healthy dose of lemon balm in here in our, this is a, a very concentrated extract that we mm-hmm. are micronizing as well. Um, and this is shown, this is the clinically, clinically studied dose is shown to be effective. So, uh, that's going to make an impact for sure on the product. Mm -hmm. The next Mm -hmm. ingredient is one everybody knows, and this has been used forever in nighttime remedies. My wife's mother drinks this tea at night and it is none other than chamomile. Uh, chamomile, everybody knows that it is a sleep aid and it's helped out, but this has been used forever in the naturopathic world, in the herbal world. And now the modern science is catching up with why tell us a little bit about chamomile. Yeah, it's kind of funny. We actually call this one the queen. It's called Camomilla matricaria, and we make fun of it because it's the matriarch. So oh. this is the, you'll be served like a nice cup of tea, and you're the queen, and you're getting pampered. And it is, people drink it. People know that it's good for sleep. People know that it helps you relax. And it's just one of those largely accepted herbs where people don't really think like, oh, it's herbal medicine. It's woo-woo. That's not actually going to help me sleep. But everyone knows that, oh, this plant actually does something for me and it's helping me relax and it's helping me (laughs) release my tension so it's got great great anti-inflammatory effects antioxidant effects it's got really like you can that smell even the smell of chamomile is relaxing and that's the terpenes the essential oils that are coming out of the water that create that relaxing effect in the waves that come over you so I mean, it's, it's just one of those really widely accepted and known herbs. And it is that like, it's so widely known and it's well-deserved because it's really freaking good at releasing tension and decreasing anxiety. So it, it's another one that just calms down any overactive inflamed processes in our body and gets that relaxed sensation flowing through you. Man, the more we're talking about this stuff, I'm just like, dude, I want to, I, I got to get this in me. Yeah, man, I know we've done, I mean, just our last batch of our, of our focus trial yeah. groups was so good. And, yeah, nice. uh, this is going to be, this, this is, this is going to be this so good. Um, yeah, just to say in, in our, in this dose, we actually have a, about the equivalent of a full gram of loose leaf chamomile on its own. It's what you'd have to do. Uh, and we've micronized it as well. So you're going to get a good dose of chamomile in here as well. Um, our next one is L-theanine. This is a great one. It comes from like green tea and it's found in uh, some mushrooms. But this is a really cool compound, L-theanine, that does so much good stuff for just relaxation. And it, the cool thing with this one is it's, it promotes relaxation with no drowsiness, right, which is a cool, cool deal. You want to tell us a little bit about L-theanine, what kind of what it does? Yeah, so I mean, L-theanine is uh, found in a good concentration in green tea, and that's commonly why people who drink green tea don't get the jitters and they feel more calm and focused. So it calms the nervous system response to stress and 
stops um, glutamate action. So that's that excitatory chemical I talked about early, earlier. So when you're drinking a bunch of coffee or taking a bunch of caffeine, your glutamate content is going to go up in your neurons. So L-theanine actually helps block the glutamate action. So it helps stop like any more excitatory stimulus that's coming in. So it kind of, it's playing along those lines where it's blocking out extra stuff that shouldn't be going on in our nervous system, but it just really helps balance out what's going on as well. So it's going to increase your GABA, increase serotonin, dopamine levels as well, on top of cutting out our excitatory neurotransmitters. This, this is actually one of the ones that in clinical studies was showing to improve focus as well. And I'm actually really excited to have this in our nighttime product because I think if, if somebody's really consistent on the night product, they're going to notice the effects of the day product even more because of the L-theanine in there. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's perfectly designed to just go together, man. You guys did such a good job on making this thing. Um, and in ours, we actually have uh, provided a micronized L-theanine at the proper dose clinically shown to produce better sleep in uh, their uh, six-week clinical studies. So, yeah, six weeks, if, and people are getting this, these better results here. People will feel, mm -hmm. obviously, the rest of the constituents. But it's, it's cool to know that this product, that as you take it and you consistently use it over time, it'll just continue to work even better and even better and even better. Yeah, and that's kind of just like that great reward process where after a little bit, you'll be like, oh, man, I feel how much better I'm, like, I feel now from taking it. And then you're kind of like, I should keep taking this and, like, doing these things in my life, these lifestyle tips that are helping me. And it all just keeps compounding on top of itself until you're <laughs> getting the best sleep of your life and your brain's functioning better than it has in a long time. Definitely, definitely. Next one here we've got is 5-HTP. This is uh, the one I think a lot of us know from the, the dinner table on uh, Thanksgiving. 5-hydroxotryptophan, that tryptophan in Turkey. Yep. Yeah. Um, was make you, after you eat that Thanksgiving meal, you usually want to go take a nap on the couch. Um, yep. But 5-HTP does so many cool things in the body. Um, and I'll let you speak to it, man, because this is one of the, the ingredients I'm so excited is in our nighttime product for sure. Yeah, and it's, uh, we, we got it from the graphonia bean, which is, has a really high naturally occurring level of HTP in there. But our 5-HTP our receptors, our serotonin receptors, are found really throughout our whole body. There's multiple types of them, and it goes back to talking about your uh, gastrointestinal tract. The most amount of serotonin receptors in the body are found in the gastrointestinal tract, and our digestive system has twice the amount of neurons that are whole body does so in our in our gut we have twice as many neurons as the rest of our body so when we're taking 5-htp it's not only calming that down it's helping release the tension that's in our gut and also traveling into our nervous system to help produce things like serotonin um, and help like just increase our mood and regulate our cycles so serotonin regulates most of the cycles in our body and it has like a large overacting effect on our whole body. So when you're getting a good healthy dosage of a naturally derived 5-HTP, you're going to start feeling relaxed and comfortable and you're going to just be chilling in your chair and kind of sinking down into your body a little bit more, which is what we all experience after eating a bunch of turkey during Thanksgiving. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's people that have low serotonin. I mean, it's one of the classical things. Somebody has depleted it from their serotonin, mm -hmm. have anxiety and depression and stress and all that stuff. So you know, as 5-HTP is kind of the precursor for serotonin, it helps your body make more serotonin. 
it's going to be something that I know not only helps people sleep better, but also just feel happier during the day, which is like so killer. You add that with the theobromine they're getting in the day. That's going to be so cool. Um, yeah. And it also, it also helps create, so that cycle creates melanin melatonin as well. So it helps regulate and increase our naturally occurring melatonin when we need it to be there at night based on our actual circadian rhythm. So and instead so, of, and we, yeah. we kept melatonin out of our product intentionally. Yep. Can you speak? Yep. As I love that the 5-HTP is going to help your body make its own melatonin and yep. let you regulate your melatonin use versus yep. us putting it into you on a regular basis, mm -hmm. um, but giving your body the building blocks to make its own melatonin. Yeah. Um, tell us why, you know, like you'll see a lot of other sleep products that have melatonin in them. Why do we choose to keep that out of this product? Well, that's because melatonin is going to drop you into a sleep cycle and it's not going to keep you there. So it only, the half-life is a couple hours to four hours, I believe. So you're going to, a lot of people will take melatonin and still wake up in the middle of the night. So that's why we didn't want to put any melatonin in there because instead of like forcing your body to drop into a cycle or increasing the melatonin that your body doesn't want or need or just replacing your body's own natural synthesis of melatonin is really going to mess with your sleep further down the road. But if you give it the building blocks and the ability to produce it in a more stable environment in a more effective manner, you're going to be able to tap into your natural sleep cycles and your body's going to be able to do what it needs to do to get to rest versus forcing your body to rest, which is never going to give you that deep quality sleep. Definitely. Killer, man. Well, we have micronized the 5-HTP in our product as well for better bioavailability. We use it at the clinical dose. So it's going to help people sleep better, make more melatonin, get on the right schedule, and be happier, which is pretty, pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. The last but not least <laughs> ingredient. Yeah. Thank you so much, man, for diving into all this. I know this has been a ton of content for sure, but also – Man, like this is, we work so hard on building this thing. Yeah, and it's it important. Took, we, people we have to understand, right? It's like when you're looking at, okay, I want to, let's just say we're going after one thing, like mood. There's mm -hmm. a there's hundred directions you can turn, right, of oh, what, yeah. what I want to use. And so really, it has been such an amazing thing for of locking in with you, Tom, on building these things, choosing the ingredients we have. Um, and I know it's going gonna, it's gonna to affect a lot of people in a positive way. Uh, so let me publicly... Thank you in front of everybody Thank here you. <laughs> for yeah. the opportunity yeah, <laughs> to get man. this out there. Man. Yeah, man. We're going to have a lot of fun. Um, but the last but not least is, oddly enough, hops, uh, hops, which I had a lot more of experience because I knew a lot more about drinking beer than I did about uh, anything in the herbal medicine <laughs> world. Most of us know hops from beer. Um, it's been used, I read, since the, I think, 11th century as a preservative in beer because it helps, uh, it's an antibacterial, so it helps uh, helps uh, bacteria not form during the fermentation process. And uh, mm -hmm. there's old, they, they call it an IPA, an India Pale Ale, because they mm -hmm. would pack the beer full of a ton of hops because it was like a natural preservative when they were carrying yeah. it across the Indian Ocean. So the India Pale Ale preserved mm -hmm. it in transit that whole way, which is why we call it an IPA today, which is pretty cool. But what hops does as a medicine for everybody is, is incredible now what's happening. And so obviously love to have you talk a little bit on, on hops and what it's doing, why we added it to this product. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think it goes back, sorry, <laughs> excuse me. It goes back to the, the GABA effect that you get when you're drinking alcohol. And a lot of it comes from when you're drinking beer, you'll feel more relaxed. And it's because it has a high amount of uh, GABA activity but it's also very closely related to the cannabis sativa plant. It's actually one of the closest plants related to it. 
So it has a lot of those calming effects. And there's some people actually trying to synthesize cannabinoids out of the hop plant itself. And if you ever mess with it, it has the same resiny, sticky material. So it's really just kind of enhancing that effect as well that you'll get with cannabis. But it has it has direct effect on our GABA pathways. And it is just, uh, it's very sedating. Like you drink a little bit of beer, you're going to get relaxed, you're going to get comfortable and just settle into your body a little bit and release that nervous tension that like you want the social lubrication that's coming from like some of the GABA effect of beer where we just kind of get to relax and take it easy. Right. Definitely. Yeah. A couple of the, just the, the studies that I saw from PubMed and just putting all this stuff it's it's a it's a laundry list of stuff that mm-hmm. it does here just to rattle through some of it improved menopausal symptoms help with anxiety and mood disorders helps sleep onset helps with weight loss and metabolic health actually helped with uh, dental health and removing plaque um, allergies improved heart health blood sugar levels neurodegenerative diseases shown in mice so many, so many things here with hops, and so I'm, I'm pumped to have this in our nighttime product. Uh, just for everybody in there, you would have to consume over 250 milligrams of dry hops just to get uh, the dosing that we have here. We have a concentrated extract that is micronized. So just rounding out our formula, man. Uh, man, it's a lot, a lot that we have put into getting oh, yeah. this thing made. And uh, it has been so, I'm so excited to give this thing to the world, man. I, I think as we can help people get more out of their day, uh, do the things that matter to them most, have energy and joy and focus to do it, um, and then wind down at night and, and leave those things from the day behind, right? You know, let yeah. wash off the day and be present at night and be where you are and not have the chatter going on everywhere and get a great night's sleep. I think it's going to make yeah. a difference. I think it's going to help a lot of people and, uh, I'm grateful to yeah. you for your help. Yeah, I'm grateful to be part of it and to be able to work on something that merges traditional herbalism with this cutting edge technology as well and the micronization, which is really going to take it to another effect. So there's a lot of nootropic compounds on the market that are going to be like up to seven pills and they're pretty large pills. And we really try to make it something that's not going to be a burden for people that's really going to optimize their own natural cycles. And really, each day is going to be like a new day. You know, that's why we based the whole company on that. You're going to wake up feeling new. It's going to be a new day after a great night of sleep. And then you take your day formula, and that's just going to enhance your day even more. So we're really trying to get people into new rhythms, new cycles, and looking at their health and what they're putting in their body in a new way as well. Amen. Brother, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate this, and uh, I'm excited. We'll have to do this again shorter next time. But, yeah, uh, but good stuff. Time.